Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, recording's now in progress. Yeah. For those in the know. Back at, <laughs> hey. it. Back at it. Legendary Market Mondays. Back up and running. Two, special, what up? Special show today. Action-packed, jam-packed show. Ian, what's going on, brother? Good. How you guys doing? You guys had an amazing weekend in LA. I'll see you. BT Award winners, fashion yeah. icons. Boy. <laughs> oh, it's looking good, glowing. We'll, we'll be accepting that award next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Nah, shout out to. Let me just say this: it's too many people to give shout outs to. But shout out to all of the good people of LA. So many people that we we had the pleasure of meeting and talking to. We got honored culture creators, Miss Diddy, UTA, Yasmin. Cliff. Oh man! Oh yeah, stuff. Cliff. Cliff, yeah, the whole team. Of course, being the butcher, one of my favorite Simba, one of my Dope favorite Queen Naja, yeah. Bia, Neo, good dude. Yeah, um, Joey Badass, that's a legendary lineup. Bia, Joey yeah. Badass, man, a Joey. solid dude. Solid Trade the truth. Trade the truth. Super Trade the truth was solid. Right. Jacob Lattimore was incredible. Quincy, Diggy, Diggy Simmons. Seen him in a while. Shout out to Diggy. It was Sean. Shout out to Sean Poe. Sean Poe, brother hey, Sean. He put on last night too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night. yeah. That gave me chills. Yeah, he flipped the whole verse. I was like, okay, yeah. okay. Political, very political. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Sean. That was good to see, man. And shout out to Diddy. Yeah. Icon, a living icon. Sometimes people forget, you know, certain things after. That's why the verses is good yeah. because it gets to remind you. See the albums? Yeah. So, so some of the early work. So it's like, we can never, we can never discredit or discount the impact that Diddy has had on the culture and on the world. And it's good to see that yesterday. I didn't even watch the whole show. I seen the highlights on Instagram, but everything that I seen, it just, it was very amazing. Yeah. And shout out to Ye for coming, bringing them out. <laughs> Full mask right. on. Yeah, we, we had a few technical difficulties with Lil' Kim, but we I just love to see Lil' Kim and Puff together. Shout, that, that's always shout, magical. Shout out to Lil' Kim, man. Yeah. But yeah, shout out, to, shout out to Diddy, shout out to the whole Revolt team. Um, That was dope for me, because that's the era that, you know, grew up on, so. Get to watch that and uh, see it again. It brings back a lot of memories. So, shout out to Diddy. Yeah. Um, he put the showmanship in hip hop too. Of course, oh, he put a lot. Yeah. Man. Like they said, man, the swag, the belief that we can do anything, and showing us how to do it, and then doing it unapologetically. Shout yeah. out to Diddy himself. Sean Combs, love, love, love records. I live, it. I live, it. <laughs> I live a legend. And and I got to give a special shout out to my mom. She had a retirement party on Saturday. We flew back to from L.A. And that was the first thing that we did. Went to the retirement party. So shout out to my mom. Shout Good out to my sister. To the queen. Thank you. Appreciate that. Shout out to my sister for putting that together. Mm-hmm. And shout out to all our friends and family that came to show love. And uh, shout out to Don Peebles. Wow. Legendary wow. conversation. High level conversation. Wow. Extremely high level conversation. Tell them who Don is for those. And I know some of y'all complain about the shout outs. He's yeah. worth shouting out. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go legend. Don Peebles is, I would venture to say, the most successful black real estate developer ever. Um, you know, I think Forbes had net quoted his net worth at 700 million in 2000, I think in like 17, 10, 2010, something like that. So I asked him when I met him, I'm like, yeah, you know, Forbes, they said, you know, you have a net worth of 700 million. And he was like, yeah, that was in 2010. He was like, I haven't cooperated with them ever since. So <laughs> you could, you could do the math on it. <laughs> yeah. But he, gave, he gave a great reasoning as to why he was like, I don't, I just don't want to be known for making money. I want to be known for making impact. Yeah. So once it, that's how that's how the conversation started. So you could just imagine how it went from there. And and he's 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 in the process of hopefully it can get done of building the tallest skyscraper in Manhattan, mm -hmm. um, which is black. Owned. It, it will be the only skyscraper in Manhattan that's majority black owned, mm. black owned architect that's actually designing it, mm -hmm. and they're gonna have the Civil Rights Museum. Funny I believe yep. in, in the um, skyscraper as well. So he's getting a little political blockage right now. Um, I've heard in Albany, the governor, I heard the new governor is kind of giving him a hard time on it. So hopefully we yeah. can, we can, we can make that happen in New York, but that's big for not only the city, but that's big for the world. I have the biggest, the tallest skyscraper mm -hmm. in New York city, Western hemisphere. Yeah. <laughs> like um, what can we do to support him? Ah, man, it's one of the things that's not talked about anything. Anytime we like outwardly pro us, yeah. even you know, we talk, I don't want to touch politics, but even with Gillum, whenever people begin to support us outwardly, it seemed like coincidentally, all these roadblocks are thrown in their way and yeah, funding sources get locked up. So what can we do as a community to support him? I think political, political pressure, um, especially if you live in New York, but even if you don't live in New York, um, local officials, the governor specifically, um, from my understanding, what he told us was that, you know, Governor Cuomo, which was the governor that we had previously before our new governor, he was all for it. And he gave the green light and the new governor's kind of like, you know, pulling back on it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, we definitely need to have political pressure from our political officials. And he spoke about so many different things. I, I can't wait for that episode. We're going to make it an episode, but just to just you when you look at the political landscape there's so much stuff that um we have to think about other than just like you know what's in the news like as far as um not having money being allocated to black fund managers for pension funds and not having money being allocated to you know minority businesses the, the right way like he really broke it down and explained it very very eloquently and um put it in in perspective for us so so much that we don't even think about on a high level. Obviously, when you're on that level, you, you, you're thinking a little bit differently. Um, so definitely political officials, he, he he's real, real big. Because, you know, that's how he got his start is um, Marion Barry, the great mayor Marion Barry from D.C. And um, he really, you know, had credited him for his his success because really? he, mm -hmm. yeah, he's, yep. the, he's the one that gave him a shot when he was like in his early 20s. He mm -hmm. let him build the building before he even owned a home. And, um, you know, a lot of times, like he said, you know, we, uh, we, we look at certain people and we only look at the faults that they have. Everybody knows, you know, the, the trials and tribulations that Mary Barry had went through, but you know, that was a political setup and, you know, obviously he had a weak moment, but what he did for the city of, of DC and what he did for the black population of DC can never be discredited or written off. So yeah. don't let somebody else tell you your history for you because they will they will discredit the people that's important and make you think that the people that's not important are heroes. Yeah. So understand who's the real 
heroes and nobody's perfect in life. Everybody has made mistakes. Everybody has had downfalls, but he made it a point a few times to credit Marion Barry mm -hmm. um, for his success. And he said he would definitely not be here if it wasn't for Mayor Marion Barry. It's, it's a high level conversation. And one of the things he said, and I don't, Charlie was kind of talking about, it was like, every time we reach a barrier or we cross it, they move the barrier. And so that's kind of what's happening with the affirmation tower. Um, we're going to get it done. I'm a firm believer and we're just going to speak into existence. And he's such an intelligent dude. Um, it's incredible. And I'm, I'm glad that he he said that, like some people make mistakes, but we shouldn't remember them just for mistakes. And as long as he's alive, the legacy of Marion Barion will live through him. So when we think down peoples, we have to also give credit to him as well. So that is a high level conversation, an amazing, amazing episode to come. And truly humble, a very humble guy, very mild-mannered, humble, and uh, just goes to show you, yeah. man, you know, he's obviously, you know, has tremendous amount of money and resources and, mm. and power, but you know, he's still very gen generous with his time, humble, yeah, and easy uh, to work with and book. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, shout out to everybody that was in that room as well. Yeah, yeah, shout out to everybody. Anyway, I, I can't go any further. Today is June 27th. So I have to say happy birthday. Very important. To my daughter. Very important. 11 yeah, years yeah. ago, 11 years ago, I became a father uh, to the most precious gift I probably ever have had, obviously. I had my son after, but you know, becoming a father for this first time is one of those things you'll never forget. So happy birthday um, to the most beautiful and innocent uh, little girl that I've ever known. So Jay, daddy loves you, mommy loves you, Christian loves you, Uncle Rashad loves you, Uncle Ian loves you, everybody loves you. Um, yeah, enjoy, you hopefully you enjoyed your day um, and every day's your birthday. So, you know, we're gonna celebrate you. Yeah, happy birthday, Jordan, for sure. Nasir's, yeah. that's Nasir's running mate. Cynthia. Yo, I got, I got that baby pictures, man. That's his first, that's her first friend in life. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. Like when she was, I think he came over. She was like, I think he was seven months and she was like a month old. And I had her on the couch and he's just standing there looking at her like, mm -hmm. what the fro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've been rocking for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my brother Ty's birthday today. So happy birthday. Uh, yeah, that's my guy. Um, so yeah, some, some compatible energy around June 20th. And, uh, my grandmother's birthday and father's birthday is in June too. So yeah, 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 so yeah some yeah. good, some good counsel come out of those who, who That's a fact. Shout, shout out to all the cancers out there. Yeah, That's yeah. Real. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Um, I'm gonna keep this real short because we have to bring our esteemed guests and I want to talk about some things before, but tomorrow, big episode for us, Kai from uh FaZe Clan. Mm, so yeah. FaZe Clan is something that we've been talking about a long time. So this is the creative director. Mm -hmm. Uh we did this in Art Basel, so we've been sitting on this for a while. But um, dope conversation about branding, about FaZe Clan, about, you know, them growing into a billion dollar entity, about managing different personalities, um, about going viral. You know, really, really dope conversation. Like I said, I, I, I actually am a fan of FaZe Clan, learned about them from my son and, um, you know, took some of, their, some of their, their business strategies and implemented it. So, you know, this is, this is definitely a dope conversation. And uh, Wednesday, we're doing open enrollment with MG, the mortgage guy. Mm -hmm. right. How to, What do you need to know to buy a home in 2022? Um, can never have this conversation enough. Going back to the basics, a lot of people, you know, kind of nervous, a little scared. But for all the people that's looking to buy a home, whether you're a first time home buyer or whether you're a second, third time or whether you're, you're trying to get into the investment world, going back to the basics, basics we're going to answer questions. So it's pretty much going to be like a, a home buyer's workshop. We're going to do that eight o'clock on Wednesday at uh, on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Well, earners, we want Red Panda family, we want you to know about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest. 
Ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and are relentlessly focused on doing it right for both customers and our communities. <clears throat> Ally's given our Market Monday's audience, that means you, right? Everybody that's viewing this right now, a special offer on ally.com slash EYL so that you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. For everything we need, we're all better off with an Ally. Make sure y'all hit up the link. Make sure y'all take advantage of that offer. And real quick, our disclaimer, you know how this goes, man. Our content must be used and is intended to be used for informational purposes only. It's very important that you do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you hear on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Continue to do your own research, y'all. Share your research when it's valid. And that's how we grow as a community. <laughs> when it's valid. Good point. <laughs> Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. <laughs> there you go. Ian, uh, anything you want to say? Um, I'm glad you guys had an amazing time this weekend. Shout out to everybody I met in New Orleans. Um, the invites for the birthday party have been sent out. Uh, friends and family, you would get your invites today. Um, let's have a great month and great time and love y'all. Let's execute. Let's go. Let's have a great show. Let's get it. So before we bring on a legendary Steve Harvey, yes, yeah. you heard me right. Steve That's Harvey. Nice. Steve Harvey will be joining us today. Very legendary moment in Market Monday's history. But um, just want to talk about a few trending topics, if we can. Um, but first, we'll, we'll go back from last week's episode. What's the biggest lesson learned from last week's episode? Um, for me, that's where you want to go? Uh, no, you can start, man. I got mine, but you can start. For me, it was just uh, the confirmation of not to invest in one asset class to invest in all. So the area where I'm weakest in right now is real estate. And you guys probably saw my thirstiness, like, <laughs> yo, Envy Caesar, please give me some doors. Like that's a part of the portfolio that I need to beefing up. Because even if the stock market is down or let's say I don't feel like trading for three or four days, if you have enough rental properties that will offset that. So for me, it was uh, an affirmation to push faster to get doors in real estate, even though my dad's been telling me this since don't be a menace to society. <laughs> and I didn't listen. My bad. Sorry. So, yeah, that was my biggest lesson. Your dad was Lawrence Frenchburg and Boys in the Hood. No, <laughs> <laughs> let me out. I was stupid. No, <laughs> uh, let me out. <laughs> I, I mean, in addition to what you said, I think that that's, that's valid as well. But um, I think, and I kind of said it in just, but what Envy's doing in terms of acquiring businesses and making businesses 
and having legacy in mind. And so when he's creating his car show, he already knows that his, his son loves cars. And so he knows that that's something he can pass down to him. He's doing real estate. And so he knows his, his, his daughter's into real estate right now. She's going to school for that and being able to pass that business down to her. And so it kind of makes you do like a self inventory, like, all right, well, what am I creating right now that I can pass down to my son? Mm -hmm. He has some time to mature and see what he wants to do. But like, am I creating that, that, that space for him? Am I creating that for my daughter as well? And so creating things with legacy in mind, like, I know what we were like thinking about him, like yeah, he has six kids. So that's a lot of businesses, but like all of us can do that. Like we could really look at ourselves, take self inventory and say, what are we creating that we can leave right within inside of their interests? Not like well, daddy did this and you have to do it too, but you're interested in this. Let's see if we can create a business around it. I can start it. And by the time you're ready, you can run it. So that was probably like one of the biggest things from, from last week for me. Yeah. I think just scaling, you know, knowing Caesar, knowing his story of, um, you know, coming out of jail, and getting, you know, one property and two properties and just scaling, just always thinking bigger. And um, that's something that, you know, even Steve Harvey had told us that Robert Smith told him, like, whatever you're doing, just do it on a bigger level. Mm. And I think that he really, you know, both of them, but definitely, you know, he really, you know, lives that where it's like talking about his projects is like, all right, homes, now he's doing buildings. And now he's doing, you know, schools. And now he, like everything that he does is just bigger and bigger every time I speak to him. And it's not like staying at the same level. So scaling, I think, is just a, a business principle that can be related to any form of business. Like whatever you do, just see how you can do it 10 times bigger. Even Rick Ross told us that too. Like, look what you're doing and see how you can just 10x it. How can you make this 10 times bigger? How can you make this 100 times bigger? So that's something I always try to do. Like never get satisfied with your success. Say, okay, how can I make this 10 times bigger? How can I reach 10 times more people? I think that that's what he's doing and it shows in in his portfolio. So it's always a takeaway whenever, you know, I speak to him for sure. Definitely inspiring. And then we all need to have the fearlessness that Nazir had when he was on the front of that boat. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought we were going to topple over it. That boy didn't move. <laughs> so I think uh, everyone put, put fearlessness in chat. Um, you're right. We have to go 10 times harder, 100 times harder, but also be fearless in the process. It's amazing to see what Caesar and Envy have built. Um, so if you guys missed the episode, please go watch. If you watch it already, go watch again. Classic episode. And of course, when he said 3,000 doors, I was like, I, I was just thinking that in my head, 3,000. Every time we meet him, the number just increases. The first time we met him, yeah, the first time we met him was like, I got 1,200. And then we saw him again, it was like 2,000. Now he's like, well, we're on, on like 3,000. Like, we're just saying that kind of lightly. But like, a lot. To acquire 3,000 doors? But, it's, but it's, it's necessary. So yeah. legacy. Legacy. Let's talk about the stock market quickly. Uh, the market was up Thursday and Friday, been trending flat today. Um, does that mean that the worst of the crash is over, being that it ended last week on a, on a positive note? Um, not yet, but we are seeing some signs of liveliness in the market. Um, I'm waiting for the S&P future to break 4,000. If we get above 4,000, we'll have like a little zone of safety where we're like, great, the worst of it is over. So, um, and if we're up Monday, Thursday, Friday, we'll be good and we'll be out of like the danger zone. But if we topple back today and Friday, uh, we're back in that like bearish area where I'm worried about. So, but we are seeing some signs that things are picking up despite it'll be rocky until the election pretty much. But if we can break about 4,000 on S&P 500, uh, feature or 400 on the spy, 
we are safe. Well, we're in a safe zone now. So th that's the area to mark off and, and to look for to get a sign that we'll be okay. So a, a recession, by definition, two negative quarters of uh, GDP, I believe. Mm -hmm. And um, we are just finishing this quarter. We'll finish this quarter on Friday. Yes. Friday will be the beginning of the third quarter. Mm -hmm. So those reports will come out probably a week after that. Mm -hmm. um, I say that to say, is a very good chance that when those reports come out, it'll be another another negative quarter. We had the first negative quarter, the first, which would put us in a, officially, it will put us in a recession. Like yes. we would, they will say like we're in a recession. So even psychologically, how do you think that that would affect the stock market? Even if we start to trend up, if it's said in newspapers and on the news that we are officially now in a recession, you think psychologically that's gonna, you know, hurt the stock market even even further? We won't have the growth that we did last year, but um, the stock market tends to recover before the economy does. And for anyone who says that's not true, if you're African-American or Latin American, you already know it takes a while for our our economies to recover. Uh, the, the, the market probably hit all time highs before the general U.S. Even seeing what's going on with flights, um, people, pilots being on strike, there's so much going on. Mm -hmm. I don't think that the American economy, but the American economy and stock market are two different things. I know we think they're tied 100% to and how they move with one another, but the market usually recovers before the economy. I think things would be bad for the general economy until at least the first quarter of next year. But I think the stock market should recover um, before then. And that's one of the reasons why it's important to invest, even when it's bad. For all my investors, please, Keep investing, but don't look at your account every day. This is the season <laughs> where you're playing peekaboo and be like, damn, I hope this doesn't go down any further. But Thursday and Friday does show it's important to not time the market because no one thought the market was going to go up Thursday and Friday. And Friday, we shot up a lot. Just continuous, continuously invest. And in the end, it all works out if you're investing over a five-year period, a 10-year period, definitely over 30 years. Yeah, and, and one of those things, especially in, in the recession or when there's high inflation rates, it was interesting. I was reading um, Business Insider, or maybe Wall Street Journal, and um, they were talking about two places that people put their money during this time. One was being commodities, obviously gold and silver, but then they had this yeah. whole article on our agriculture. Yeah. And it brought me back to a time when there was three gentlemen <laughs> in uh, South by Southwest Austin, Texas, talking about agri agriculture and investing in corn and wheat and ETFs that have them as well. And so there, there was two that I was reading about. Wheat, obviously, that's, I mean, it's very fitting, W-E-A-T, and corn, C-O-R-N. ETFs that are agriculture ETFs, they're up over 30% respectively yeah. in 2022. And so there's places that you can invest. Um, obviously during these times, it's gonna be higher, but there, there are pockets of, of the, the market that are gaining over this time, even in a recession, because people are always gonna eat. Like we know that, yeah. right? Like some things are not up for debate. Like people are always gonna eat, obviously inflation, the prices of those things go up, but people are still gonna eat. They're gonna still consume wheat. They're still gonna have sugar. Those type of products in these type of environments are, are, are pretty good investments. Absolutely. As Kramer famously said, we got to give him credit. There's always a bull market somewhere. Like the entire market is not always down. Um, so commodities like oil, oil is ever mm -hmm. since that crude future went negative um, two years ago, the oil stocks have taken off to the upside. And that's, as we know, a sign of a recession. Anytime the, the oil market goes up 100% or 50% in one year, that is a sign we see it in gas prices, that's reflected. But usually if the market is down there, some sector somewhere where you can navigate and find a way 
to get some gains. So please be on a hunt for that and mm-hmm. look at every sector across the world to be able to get your edge in the market. There you have it. So I made a post last week. Um, it went semi-viral, I think. I saw other people remixing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we speak about Did this? Did he invent remix? Not y'all. We spoke about okay. this. They still going to do it? Okay. Okay. Uh, God bless America. Um, <laughs> we want royalties. <laughs> yes, please. Respectfully. I-bonds. Um, so we spoke about this on Market Mondays a, a while ago. Uh, I, are I-bonds good investment uh, for these uh, times in the market? And for anybody that doesn't know what I-bond is, there's an inflation-based bond that uh, grows. The interest is based off of the rate of inflation. So right now, I think it's 9.62%. Yeah. And um, it earns interest over the course of 30 years, can be cashed out after one year. Um, but I do believe if you, if you cash out before five years is some level of a penalty <laughs> that's um in place. But I bonds obviously during inflationary high times like it is right now, it's an attractive place. I think if you have some money to put, don't put you, they don't let you put a lot of money in $10,000, yeah. I believe mm-hmm. and 20,000 for a married company, but for a married couple, but Hey, could still be beneficial. So what's your thoughts on I bonds? I want to throw it back to you. You made the post go viral, so I'm not going to remix you on here. <laughs> I'm going to defer to my yeah, right I now. It's a good <laughs> I think it's I think it's a great way to diversify, especially like you know if you have like I said, it's not well a lot of money is all rel- it's relative, right? Yeah. So ten thousand. I don't want to. I don't want to see my ten thousand dollars is nothing because it is a lot of money to a lot of people. Um, but you know if you have a situation where you have ten thousand dollars and um, you might you know, not necessarily want to just invest it. Or you might not necessarily just want to not want to put it in a savings account where it's going to earn nothing. Um, it is a good alternative to to have you know the the money growing and it's in a it's in a safe place, right? Government backed, so it's you know the odds of it just you know disappearing is extremely low. Um, anything is possible, but it's almost impossible that that's going to happen. And um, yeah, you earn interest, and like I said, especially now, you know, inflation at at, at that level probably won't last forever or for too much longer, but even if it drops half, even if it goes to 4%, I mean, that's better than any online better than nothing. Account, any savings yeah. account that you can have. So, you know, if you're looking to just park some money somewhere and just have it grow for you. Um, yeah. Like I said, is it an investment per se? Is it going to make you rich? No, it's, you know, $10,000, 10% on $10,000. It's not going to be life-changing, but it is somewhere that you can earn a higher interest rate than you would be earning in a bank and is not the same level of risk that's involved, whether you're talking about with crypto and stocks. And I think the key is, you know, you want to have multiple different things working for you. So yeah, if you have some change that you don't have anything to do with and you don't necessarily want to invest it right now, mm-hmm. you can put it in, you can put it in, in the I bond and uh, let it grow, especially the married couple. Cause now that's $20,000. So that's, that's a little bit better. Yeah. Um, then 10,000. So it allows you to put more money in. So yeah, it's, it could be definitely beneficial, but just want, want people to, to know that, you know, it's not something that, you know, is going to be like, you could just throw up all of your life savings in. And just, of course, that would be amazing. If you, if there was no limit, that'd be great. Yeah. If you yeah. could, if you could earn 9%, now that changes. If you could put a hundred, a million, yeah. a million dollars <laughs> in and you get 9%, the whole world would be doing that. But um, yeah, I mean, but even statistically, right? I've had a substantial amount of money in a lot more than 20,000 and I had it in a savings account earlier this year. And I think after the month 
I think I gained three dollars on it, maybe less, two seventy five. So even if I put twenty and got two hundred, yeah. If I put twenty and got two hundred from it, it's already better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let's be honest, nine percent growth, and we'll go back to what we we're saying in twenty twenty. Nine percent growth is better than negative seventy. No. Yeah, no, that's a fact. And I know it's not sexy, but a lot of the times in order to get rich or wealthy, you have to sustain all the big losses along the way. Like, I know everyone wants a thousand percent gain. I get it. But the first step is not to draw down 50 or 70 percent or 80 percent. Shout out to all my Dogecoin holders that's been holding. I love you. I should have delivered the message better. <laughs> Hold the line. Right? <laughs> Sometimes you got to just be like, it's dead. Yeah. Um, and 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 it's something like I mean twenty thousand dollars, ten percent is two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So I mean two thousand dollars is nothing to sneeze at. Absolutely, that's it. And it helps build your confidence. Like, please put this in chat. I need a chain of wins. So like, if you get a small win and off that twenty thousand, now you're up two grand, and then you make another safe investment like VOO and VT. Like I was talking to Trap at dinner, and he was like. I understand the reason why you tell people VO, VTI, Apple, or Microsoft, because it's impossible to lose. Like if they lose doing that, they literally just bought at the high end, didn't listen to anything that you say. So now that's your second win. Let's say if you trade and you do one option a year, great, get a win there. You trade futures and do one trade per month. Now you have confidence. You know who people, like the people whose confidence are broken the most, they bought at the wrong time, they over leveraged, and now they're down everything. They're like, yo, investing didn't work. I'm like, no, the way that you did it did not work. Now, when we have the losses, it feels like God is talking to us from the heavens. But you have to start with one small base hit, one small win. And this is a prime example of getting a base hit and having some safety in your portfolio. Yeah. But what do we know? <laughs> what do you? Yes. Um, all right. So now we are going to go into our special segment. So this usually when we bring guests on is via Zoom um, or sometimes they're actually in the studio with us. But this is a special. I think this is the first time that this has actually happened. Mm-hmm. When we actually got to go to Steve Harvey's estate and um, <laughs> respectfully and, and connect <laughs> with him, connect with him in person. And actually, we were able to record it in his studio way he records his morning show so this legendary moment shout out to steve harvey for the hospitality shout out to my guy to yeah for always connecting the dots and always just being a great great dude um and yeah we got to spend some time with him at at the estate steve harvey estate compound whatever you want to call it and um we made some magic happen so here is the segment featuring steve harvey a lot of gems Mm -hmm. a lot of wisdom as only Steve Harvey can provide that will give you information, not only just on investing, but in life will also, it, this will definitely enrich your mm-hmm. life. So take some time, get your notepads out, get your popcorn ready and let's get it. All right, Market Mondays, this is a break special. <laughs> yeah, your, your screen is not fooling you. Yeah. We had to switch it up. You don't know who we know. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. let's just keep going, David. You know, people wouldn't expect. <laughs> so this is just this, this is just a, a surprise <laughs> segment that we wanted to just throw in here. We had the good brother Steve Harvey's studio. Yes. And um, thank you. We just did his morning show. So you know, we figured since since we have him, 
Uh, maybe we could just, you know, talk to them for a couple of minutes and, uh, you know, get, get some get some gems. Yeah, the, the, something tells me that the people like him, shout out to the since the episode has been created, yeah. so, you know, it's always a pleasure. To be so really, man, it was like when I did the podcast with you all, I was telling you, probably the most impactful interview I've done in my career in terms of reaching people and reaching a, a sector of people that I probably wouldn't normally get to, that I couldn't probably get to understand, you know, my under, my life, my, my, my understanding of the way things are done. So it was really impactful for me, man. So I really appreciated that, man. That's why I don't mind doing stuff with you all, because I reach people that I... I've never had more people contact me about an interview ever. Mm-hmm. Only thing I did bigger than this was when I did Megafest for... Bishop Jakes and I did the introduction of Christ at the end of my show, which I had made up a year before that, never done on stage. We're in good company. That was yeah. That was, that was, that was a big one. That was a big one for me. People say amen. Yeah. Amen. No, I appreciate that, brother. So let me ask you this: since this is this is our investment show, so we have mm-hmm. you was on Earn Your Legion. Now this is Market Mondays. It's all about investing. We were just talking about we were just talking to Tabidi. Shout out to Tabidi. Yeah. Um, and he was telling us, you know, obviously, you know, he helped you out a lot with your portfolio. What are some things you look for when somebody presents an investment? Like, are there like criteria where you're like, this is a good thing that I want to invest my money? Well, you know, I'm sort of sort of have a little different approach to it than most people are kind of non-traditional. First of all, if I have to like you because mm. I'm at a point in my life where I don't want to be in business with people I don't like. I, don't, I ain't got to. Mm. You know, I want to, I've got to like you, man. You got to be a good person, a decent person. You could be, you got the best idea in the world, man. If you're not, you're not a good person, I, ain't, I don't got no time for that. I don't, I don't want to deal with your personality and your shortcomings and you, you sell dope on the side too, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, uh, great idea, but you do what, dog? Well, you know, I I got some kids, man. I ain't seen them in a while. You know that that I, I stay away from that. But you know, I try to find stuff, man, that's uh, innovative, because like when we talked before, the best way to make money is to be the first, the best, or the only. And so I look for that. If I can find you to be the best, the first, or the only, that intrigues me. But I also find out, man, if you're filling a need, you know, because. Uh, Need is the uh, need creates a lot of inventions, you know, what I mean, based out of need. So I look for those two things, man. And then I turn it over to my team because I'm not really that smart when it comes to that. But I have guys like you mentioned to Stevens and, you know, Brandon Williams and Chris Stell cease. I have a team of people, man, that I put on projects who are experts at researching, finding out market value, getting the story behind you and then running these background checks. And once my team vets it and then bring it back to me with their recommendations, I usually listen to the recommendation, but sometimes I go with my heart, which ain't never been wrong, you know, when I trust it. So sometimes I just go, okay, well, we think you ought to put 250,000 in, and I say, no, I think we'll put five in. And then they take a deep breath, and they go, okay, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, that's how it starts. So so, so, speaking of your team, obviously you've built up a trust with them. Mm -hmm. 
we spoke about on the, the episode about some of the times you put your trust in other people and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. How did you get to that level of trust with the team that is now making the investment uh, recommendation? Well, you know, man, I, I, I got smarter. You know, I used to trust people too quick. You know, if I liked you and you had a good vibe. But I've learned now to have a lot more patience, man, in selecting my team members. And trust comes from now. Uh, I do a little bit of, uh, you know, a little, you got to prove it to me. You know, like if you, if you, if I give you the investment, I got to see how you handle the first steps of it. Now, one of the keys for me is if I get the people who I turn you over to, if I turn you to the guy that's seeking the investment or the woman that's seeking the investment. And I keep getting bad reports about they handling me wrong, they talking to me crazy, they don't return calls, they don't return emails. Then, you know, man, we have a problem there because you're not, you're not getting what this is about with me. But building a team of people that you trust, first I give them small incremental details and duties to do to see how well they do that. If you, see, the success is in details. And I'm not a very detailed person. That's why I hire detailed people, because I do big, broad strokes. I get the vision and the dreams and I give it to them. This is what we're going to do. Well, to carry it out, I need detailed people. And so once I I give you the small details, if you don't take care of the details, this is not going to work because I don't do details. But I'm an expert at noticing details. See, I don't miss nothing. Anybody that works for me will tell you, I don't miss nothing. I might not comment on it, but I see it, and I make a mental note of it. But I start by giving them small uh, duties to gain my trust, and then I know who I'm dealing with. If you can go back to when you were 25 or 30 years old, and if you can take all the information that you have now with you, what are the three investment tips you would want to share with the audience that you wish that you knew back then? Invest now. Invest often and invest freely. Now, often, and freely. Scared man can't win. You know, you in Vegas betting a dollar. (laughs) You know, if you're at the roulette table, it's 35 to 1. So you bet $1 and it hit, you get 35. Now, if it missed, you only lose a dollar. Well, that's how people look at investments. But that... How it work, man. It worked just like it worked in Vegas. The more you put out there, the more you get back. So I would invest more freely, more often. I really would, man. And uh, because I didn't as a young man, I was so concerned with accumulating. But see, once you accumulate and you have it in here and you close your fist, it's all you got. You double quadruple it when you open it. Now, when you open it, you run the risk of it being taken and it falling out. But that's the risk. That's life. This, this, it, you don't get to be successful without risk. You just don't. I'm sorry. You don't get to be successful without chances. So investing, man, is a smart way to do it. it investing grows your money quicker than anything. You can't work that many jobs, you know, to keep earning money. You got to have some money sitting somewhere that's working for you. Your job is to work to make the money. And then you got to get your money to work for you. And that's that's and if if I was younger, man, if I had it, I would invest it more. I would have been a I would have gotten a team together quicker at 25 because I did everything myself. 
But I had to, you know, I was in a position where I couldn't afford. But then a lot of people let that stop them, too. They go from one extreme to the next. Look, man, if you don't have the money, then do it yourself. But don't let not having the money stop you from doing it yourself or anything else. A lot of people wait till they get all the money and then I'm going to do this here. When, when that's going to happen? When, when, when you finna get all the money? Who, who, who got all the money? Who, who what? And you can't wait till it's right. Yeah, it's never right. You got to go now. You got to go now, man. It's never going to be right. That's why so many people are not successful. They keep waiting on everything to line up. That's not how this works, man. You got to take chances, man. You got to take risks. If I can follow up, knowing with your intuition and prowess, how do you mitigate risk from when you're putting your capital out? I mean, it's through research. It's through your team vetting. You know, I try. I lose, man. I lose. But I have enough big wins that I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with trying again. You know what I mean? You can't be wiped out when you lose one time. Mm. <laughs> Bruh, you have to understand. It's the losses. Nobody gets in this game without losing something. You know, I want. I wish I could have a fail-proof way of just winning all the time, but that's not what this is. This is baseball, man. A dude makes millions of dollars stepping to the plate and hitting three balls out of ten balls. They ain't even all got to go over the wall. He just got to get to first base three out of ten times, and he's a multimillionaire. Well, okay, what about the seven times that he's not on base? He failed. He struck out, fly out, foul ball, thrown out at first base. It's a lot of ways not to get to hit. That's the game we in. It's baseball. All I got to do is bat 300. If I bat 300, 30% of my investments is, suppose I hit three home runs out of 10 balls. I'm in the majors, man. I'm in the majors big time. If When I hit it as a home run out of 10 balls, I take that every day. People don't want the seven strikeouts and the seven misses. So now they'll never get to the three home runs. Come on, man. You know, I know we want to mitigate these losses, but look, we're trying to win, man. And to win, you got to lose. Yeah, to yeah. win, you gotta lose. That's a fact. He gave a good risk and reward scenario. Risk one to make thirty-five. Like yeah. that is a super lesson, bro. That's the roulette wheel in Vegas. I, I, if I you put a dollar on black seventeen, yeah. you win thirty-five dollars. Now they got tables out there, though. This is how the game go. They got tables in Vegas where the minimum you can put out is one hundred dollar chip. So now you got to put $100 out there because there's $100 minimum. So you put your $100 chip or you can put five, 20, tw- you can put $25 chips out there. You can do it how you want to, but the dealer will make sure it's $100 spread on that tape. But if you put that 100 on one chip, you make $3,500. Now, you know, when it don't land in Black 17, they rakes that. Yep. But Vegas is full of people, man. See, why is Vegas full of people, but yet the investment world ain't full of people? Mm-hmm. Because, see, Vegas and fooled them, man. 
see, you're doing uh, what you call edutainment. Mm-hmm. See, you've done a very smart thing in that you've copied Vegas without even realizing it. You're getting people to come and invest, but have a good time. But yours is different. You actually get takeaway. Vegas is just take and you go away. <laughs> you you get takeaway, dog. You come have a good time, spend this money, but you put them in these classes, these conferences, these fireside chats, and they get to have takeaway. Vegas don't work like that. Well, you just come and invest your money. And people have got to start investing in themselves, man. See, when you go to investfest.com, it's an investment in yourself. Why would you not do that? Why would you not give somebody something that when you walk away, you're better? That you get to walk away with knowledge and wisdom and understanding and principles. You know what I'm saying? So what you've done is what Vegas is. You got people, you found a way to entertain people, have them invest something. And in Vegas, that's what it is. You get your drinks is free. It's free luck in the casino. If you're in the high roller section, you get food. You got your own bathroom over there. You don't even see people. I've never gone to the bathroom in the high roller section and seen anybody in there. They have doors that go down to the wall like you at your house. They have food in the high roller section. They don't have that at the penny slot area. Ain't no free drinks at the penny slots. You get over here and start big dollar slots. That's where the waitress walk through. And you got to invest, man. You invest with the return. Investfest.com is entertainment. We're going to entertain you, but we're going to educate you. And when you walk away, you have takeaway. I want to thank you for that. Before we wrap, you know, obviously Steve Harvey is talking about Investfest. Our big, big festival that we're going to do in Atlanta, August 5th through the 7th. And Steve has just been a tremendous resource and partner and mentor and all of the above. And, um, you know, has been very generous with his time. Absolutely. And, you know, the first time that we actually met, I don't think I even told to be this story. We, we spent like five hours together that interview. It was like an hour before, two hours, and two hours. And then when we left, I told Troy, like, we looked at each other. I'm like, our lives is never going to be. That's exactly what we, we got. Yeah. We got mm. to the outside and said, yeah. yo. Our lives are never going to be the same. And it's mm. like, you know, you got to get mm. in the room. Yep. Because it's like, for us, it's meeting Steve Harvey, but you don't necessarily have to meet Steve Harvey to change your life. Right. You can meet a real estate developer that's working yeah. on a project. For like real. You know, somebody, so it's like, yeah. go to InvestFest, and we're going to have people at the highest level of business mm-hmm. and talking about entrepreneurship, investing. But even outside of that, it's going to be 10,000 people or more there to actually network and yeah. build with, build your community, build your resources, meet your business partner, meet your real estate developer. So it's like, I feel like InvestFest is the place that every single person should be. And Absolutely. it's in the Mecca of yeah, we Black talk. America, Atlanta, mm. Georgia, no better place yeah. to have it. We talk about it all the time, right place all the time. So the right place, Atlanta, Georgia, yeah. right time, August 5th through the 7th. I mean, this is, this is where commerce and culture is gonna meet. And so we're going to educate people at a high level. We're going to entertain them at a high level. And when they walk away, they're going to walk away with something, like you said, that they can take away. You know, man, what, if a person goes to invest fest, this is how I recommend the mindset that they have. Don't go there seeking one particular thing. People blow that all the time because you don't know how God works, man. You don't know how the universe works. You don't know. See, you can't ask God for something and then tell him how to do it. He don't need your help. Ask God for something and then go see how he going to do it. So go to InvestFest with an open mind. 
Be open to learn everything that should be poured into you. Don't go in there. Well, I don't talk to nobody. I'm gonna find me a real estate guy, and this what's good. No, you may not, you may not even be in real estate. Mm-hmm. You don't even understand, man. You may be you may be in something totally different. You you got to stay open minded so you can be open to what can be poured into you. A lot of people don't get stuff poured into them because they're looking for a particular beverage. Uh, Dog, if you're thirsty, what difference do it make if you're drinking Coke or coconut water? You're trying to cure your thirst, dog. And if it take Coke Zero to get it done, it, when you're on desert, you ain't got time for this. <laughs> Bro, what, 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 what you talking about? Go to Invest Fest and be open to how it can be poured into you, man. The majority of things that have happened to me happened to me, man, in ways that I didn't see coming. But I was open to it. So Invest Fest is a great Opportunity, like you say, you have all these different angles there for a person to take up. Don't come to Invest Fest. This, I'm coming in here to meet this person. I'm going to walk away with this. Come here to meet the right person. Skip who he is, what color he is, what business he in. You need to meet the right people. If, if you were 30 or 35 and there, you were attending, how many people would you try to meet or like what would be your networking? strategy while you're there well kind of pretty much like i said man look i know what my goals and ambitions have always been and it's cool to have your vision board laid out in front of you and that's a beautiful thing but once again the how to attain it eh, probably ain't gonna go the way you thought it was gonna go it almost never does man Nothing I've asked God for has happened in the time I wanted it to happen and it showed didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen I would have loved to have been where I am today when I was 35. I would have loved to. But he said, nah, I'm going to let you live in the car for a little while. Yeah, I ain't the person I didn't need that. I really didn't. I didn't feel very strongly that I didn't. Whatever lesson you're teaching me, God, I think I got it. But I hung out for a little while. And so now I look back at it. And somebody asked me, he said, hey, man, if you could go back to any age, what would you go back to? And I said, 64. He said, yeah, but you're 65. Well, that's as far back as I need to go back. This is the best I've ever had it. This is the best I've ever had it, man. If you could go back and be 25 again, no, nah, man. That dude back there, no. Nah. No, nah, that dude, mm-mm. No. 64, <laughs> 64 is where it's at. Once, if, once you get it together, it's together. But have you, hey, look, man, you got people you went to high school with, right? And you see them, and they still talking about when they was in high school. Man, I was this athlete, I did this. Dog, you, what you doing to move this narrative forward? If high school was your best years, you've made a series of bad mistake decisions. If college was your best years, you've made a series of bad decisions. That's a fact. That's a fact. Dog, you got to move. Committed to bullshit. <laughs> Come on, man. Committed to bullshit. How was college my best year? I ain't had nothing. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Dog, if I'm 65 and it was better for me at 35, why did I grow to this? What was I doing for the 30 years? Yeah. No, nah, man, I was packing and stacking. I was hustling and grinding. So, like, this is as good as I got. I got, I got some means. I got some wisdom. I got a family. I got an empire. What, what, what I'm going to trade that in for? I, 
No, I won't be 35. I don't want to be 40. <laughs> SH, I appreciate you, brother. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you so much. For sure. Thank y'all. That was amazing. Incredible. As always. Legendary. It's As only, always. It's only one Steve Harvey, man. It's yeah. only, it's Listen, only one. the gem he gave about risk to reward. <laughs> right? That, like, in real estate, investing, trading, stocks, business, please write that down. I don't want that to pass you over. But if you can see my face, when he gave that ratio, which most people, I got to give them credit. Most people never give that answer. They won't give a, they'll be like, hey, one to four or one to three. It's almost impossible to use, to lose if you're using that risk to reward uh, matrix. So kudos to him for giving one of the best investing lessons that's ever been dropped on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kudos, yeah. kudos. He's incredible. Kudos to SH. And um, of course, he will be at InvestFest. Big fat. Yes. InvestFest, <laughs> I'm telling you. It's not that the people are just going to be there. Like, they actually want to be there. Yeah. It's a yeah. difference. Because you could just pay somebody to come to an event, and they can come, and they can not speak to anybody, and they can- And not sell no tickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Humbly. <laughs> I must stay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, cut that out. No, yeah. drop a bomb to that. <laughs> Bombs I'm just saying, <laughs> come, come socialize with the people. Like You got to socialize with the people. Take Very a flick, easy. man. You got to be a people person in this Take world. Take a flick, bro. And uh, so, yeah, so you, you can get somebody to come to an event, and it's not even really worth it. It's just like, all right, whatever. They came. Cool moment. But then it's, it's dope when people actually want to be at the event. Mm-hmm. So like when, when T.I. hits us and he wants to be at the event, he asked to, to be incredible. on the best fest. Like he's like, yo, how y'all going to have this? And, and I can't be on. I need to. I need Look to at that humility, it. though. But, yo, yeah. but even greater yeah. than that is like, how else can I help? I want to be there. But like, who else do y'all need me to go get? Because I'm yeah. sure other people want to be part of it. Everything's top secret. <laughs> Everything is still top Tell secret. Tell him bring Drove. Like totally. No, throwback. <laughs> Boy. Show Shout out Drove. He a legendary legend. moment. Yeah, that was a classic. Got a cookout. That's a good idea. Legendary. <laughs> hey. Moment. Legendary moment. Uh, yes, cookout classic. Yeah. But um, but, but yeah, man, SH, you know, the fact that he he's so enthusiastic about InvestFest, like he's excited. Like he's excited. His whole team is excited. It's to be the whole team. So um, if you're not if you're not going to be at InvestFest, if you're not going to be at the VIP night at InvestFest, shout out to Terrence J. We're talking to him this week, and he like, yo, <laughs> stay tuned. He like he like stay tuned because Terrence J. is coordinating the VIP experience. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know if I, I don't know if I told you yeah, that. This is breaking. You just gonna let that oh, yeah, breaking yeah, news yeah. alert. He's gonna, hey, I didn't know. <laughs> he shout out to the king. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's gonna he's gonna coordinate coordinate the VIP uh night. Yeah, creative director. You know he did the whole VIP. Uh, he did BT weekend. He's yeah. a master. I got one host. picture of us in VIP weekend, but yeah. I mean, um, BET weekend at his event, which was absolutely no. Your presence was felt because everybody was messaging me like, "Where are you?" <laughs> FOMO. Yeah, if you ever like, I know everybody know Diddy throws a party, but Terrence J. He knows how to throw one. Yeah, yeah. He just to say that. <laughs> Let's just say we'll that. keep it there. Yeah, legend. Uh, it's like Diddy, Jamie Foxx on one tier, and like, Terrence <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right yeah. under. Nah, that's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. So, you know, what's interesting. We looked up on the stage. We were in a section. And we looked up on the stage and it was Kenny Burns and Terrence J. Oh, yeah. Kenny I, I tapped Shotty. I'm like, Kenny Burns will be hosting VIP tonight. <laughs> so it, I say that to say, and shout out to Ray J. <laughs> Good dude. That's my guy right there, man. Legend. Oh, man. We my had man the luxury. Jamming. We had the that's luxury. That's what Casamigos would do. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> Good deli on. One wish. 
I wish you could do it over. Shout out to Ray J. I love you. Shout out Man. to Ray J. He's eating ramen noodles last night. That was a fact. Um, but yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, people clowning, but I'm like, listen, what people don't know when you moving around, y'all know moving around these events, people think it's play. Nah, that's nah, a nah. lot of work. That's a fact. Imagine how many interviews he had to do, had to clean up the versus performance, get a haircut, get dressed. <laughs> there was probably no time to eat. Nah, nah. you're hungry. A lot of these times you're just hungry, and it's like, you know, it's like being at college again. You got to eat. When you're starving, you eat. Yeah, eat on the road. Yeah, it's, it's ill, man. It's Shut ill. Up, he needed the noodles at versus too. Well, watch out for Casamigos. I know, I know that. <laughs> That tequila feeling, how you feeling different? That's crazy. We was in the building. That was the crazy part. We, we was there. We didn't even talk about that. We were definitely <laughs> in the building for Versus. LA, Shout out to Mario. Mario's a legend. Shocked me. I'm beyond. He's he, shocked me. he shocked me. He shocked He's me. a legend. He handled it. He handled legend? the situation. Huh? Legend? Mario? Legend? What? <laughs> legend? Listen, <laughs> that was a Jada level type. Oh, nah, nah, nah. He put on a performance. He, he dominant performance. He surprised me. He's he surprised. was underdog. Yeah, he, he was dominated. Underdog. I didn't think he. I didn't think he was going to win. The watermelon thing put like. Watermelon. We'll get to that later. Threw me <laughs> off. That threw me off. That threw me off. That's too extra. Took it too far. A little too far. We'll get back to that. Uh, Yo, uh, Ian, real quick, because I know like we've had the luxury of being around SH a few times. But I'm always interested, like that's one of the best things about like being in a space and networking with people is that you get to see their them having experience for the first time. So I'm interested, yeah. like, what was that like for you being in, in his presence and being in that space at that moment? Because I never really spoke to you about it. Man, I'm glad we talk about it here. I mean, like being a fan of him, of course, being from the Midwest, like my, my mom, when I told her, she, like my mom went to go see him at Eric Cron Theater, like in 98 and 99 and Holiday Star. So to hear her joy, to be like, yo, I saw them when they did Kings of Comedy. So for you to now see him, like, how is he? I'm like, he's just as real, super humble, like, and his transparency, even like the stories he was telling about how he got started late in business. And what people have to remember in 94, 96, 99, being a business mogul for a black person was almost non-existent. So the information that we get, I'm like, I know he's watching and looking like, Damn, I wish I had this when I first started in my career. But he's absolutely amazing, man. Everything uh, you guys said he was and more, but like really loving, really caring, the time that he took after. Cause you know, we've been around people and they do the interview and they just skate out. The time that he takes to like pour into us and the love that he shows and the doors he's opening up, you know, amazing. And then of course, you know, everything Chad told me about him, like when he was working with him, him and Ryan, is everything like. Steve is one of the few people, like, when you meet him, he is what everyone says he is. Mm -hmm. Yep, mm -hmm. that's a fact. <laughs> Super, same with, like, Charlemagne. Super solid, just wants to help. And if you're a real one, he record. I'm like, Steve is real. <laughs> Boy. That's an understatement. Y'all can that's think he, 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 okay. That's As he would say, he, he, hell, you better not joke with him. <laughs> Steve Two hands. Solid, for real. <laughs> Legend. And it showed me his work ethic to have that kind of resort that has been created, but to still have that level of work ethic and then passion for it. And I, like, even when you guys were doing an interview on the radio show, how he was quiet and then just turned it on, like that star quality, projection of voice, having a great time. Like, it was just great to see him vibe with y'all and like have a blast. Like he feel like an older brother that's like trying to protect us and guide us through this craziness that can't be media. So. Um, 
it was it was amazing. Cause even when you called me, like you were going to SH, I was like, who is you said who's that SH? Like, who's that? So I just showed him, he's like, Oh, we're going to Steve. I was like, Steve, who? I was like, Harvey, for real? Oh Lord, I called my mama, like, Mama, guess, guess where I'm going. God is good. So yeah, it was an honor. Um, but yeah, he, he's a great brother. That's why anything we can do to help him and shout out to Beatty, like even the love to Beatty show, like yeah, Tabiti's a real one. Brilliant. Super, super good dude. That's my guy, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the whole team, Brandon, the whole team, man. Yeah. Um, all right. So now we're gonna go into to Ian's uh slideshow presentation. But before, like I said, if you don't have a ticket to Invest Fest, you're making a tremendous uh mistake. Mistake. And you should gonna drop a bomb this week. We, uh no, okay, not yet. Not yet. Let's let's layer it. Let's layer it. Let's layer the, the arsenal. Well, he gave you the Terrence J. Uh, oh yeah, Terrence. That's J. huge though. That's a bomb. Terrence J. will be in. The, you know, not, not only will he be in the building, but he's actually working. He's yeah. working on. He's we, we put him to work. <laughs> he, he's curating. He's curating a vibe. Curating. And I want to tell the audience for everyone that they see, whether they're an entertainer or a business person, all of these people are business people. Kenny Burns, legendary business person, especially if you were at nightlife in Atlanta. You can say him, Alex, Diddy, and BMF shaped the entire black nightlife scene in Atlanta on their own. Ask some questions. Terrence J came out of college, immediately has success at 106 and Park, and has not fallen off since. Yeah. Incredible business person. Steve Harvey, T.I. You can say what you want to about him moving into comedy, and I see some of the hate the comedians give him. That hate comes from them being afraid. T.I. always been funny, always had a straight stage presence, knew how to build a brand, was a construction before. Great business person. Caesar, Envy, great business people. The guests they won't tell you about yet. Amazing business. <laughs> <laughs> when I say the boy got his own money, I can't say who. Y'all, man, who come? I can't say. My guy Mooks asked me when was the new one. Man, tell me who. I'm like, I can't violate that. <laughs> I, I swear. No, we're not on camera now. Tell me. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I can't. That shit get out. So enjoy and learn from all of these people and put all of these lessons together. Um, even with Rashad saying, hey, I took some of these parts, uh, the business from Face Clan. Y'all missed that gym. Like, he's been talking about them for two years and That's told you, I'm going to use some of this. That's a fact. Learn from everyone and execute. That's a fact. Investfest.com. All right, let's go to this. This is always a, a they, fan favorite. They missed it. Yeah, I know. Let's go to this presentation and let's get it. This is like right. detox. They thought I wasn't going to do this. Ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the whole purpose right now. Perfect. And just like that, the recession is over. <laughs> no worries. One day bounce to the upside. ES and Dow go up. Recession is over. Just kidding. I love you guys. Happy Monday. I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. Uh, welcome to the greatest investing show on earth. Show that you guys made incredibly popular across the world. Market Mondays. I'm here to make investing easy for you. So a lot of you have asked um, historically, like, what's the origin of Red Panda? And the real answer is red, as illustrated by my baby, Xander Hay. Uh, unanimously means the market is down and, and Panda is a version of a bear. And in these down markets, this is where we tend to do the best. So while everyone else is panicking, I always say the Red Panda, our season, are these catastrophic downslides, these recessions, these deep pullbacks. 
this is when we are going to do our best. So when we were at the JP Morgan event this weekend, and thank you to everyone who attended. I appreciate you all so much. Um, I had a blast. Um, I was leaving a long telegram note to the group and my wise seven-year-old gave me some poignant advice and he was like, dad, talk less if they don't listen. I said, wow, that's really like profound from a seven-year-old, right? Um, and sometimes we can try and give too much or, you know, even in my case, show our intellectual aptitude too much to convince someone what to do. But often the more knowledge that we have, the less we tend to do and execute. So I want you to start and chat and say and write, I don't need more information. I just need to fearlessly execute. We can go look at every recession. 29, 33, the ones in the 70s, late, oh, excuse me, mid 90s, 99, 2000. If you look and hold over a 10 year period, man, there isn't a period of time if you hold for 10 to 20 years, if you hold a top five index or a top five company that you will be down. But when you're in the thick of it, as many of us are, as some of you are, or if this is your first time investing into a recession, it feels like you're going 90 miles an hour on a highway with no brakes and no seatbelt. And I do want to tell you, it does get easier. Lesson number one, please write this down. Inflation is the ultimate lever. Interest rates. We are now seeing, and we've talked about it before, we talked about it in season one of Market Mondays, how important quantitative easing was, right? But inflation really dictates, or interest rates, I should say, really dictates how the market is going to move. And I told you, in every investing strategy, you have to know what is the strength and weakness of that strategy. And I told everyone in Red Panda last year, I'm like, at what percentage rate does the two tech, two index strategy begin to deteriorate? And the answer was 15% interest rate, right? So you have to know the pros and cons of everything that you're going to invest in. And what seasons work incredibly well for that strategy that you have. But the number one thing that ends up affecting the market is what is the current interest rate of the environment that we are in. So if we look 1% change in those interest rates usually changes the multiple of between 15 to 20%. And the actual Fed rate should be around like 2.3 to 3%. So when we had 10 years, eight years of 0% interest, there was no way that was sustainable for a long period of time, especially if you read Ray Dalio's book, right? But now we just we are just getting back to normal conditions. And I told you guys last year, and even earlier this year in January, they are letting the NFT market, the crypto market, the real estate market, the used car market, all accelerate so people can have every opportunity and edge currently possible to make money so when the market goes back to normal they can say hey we did everything that we could we printed all of this money we gave stimulus checks we allowed a low interest rate environment and now 
Only the true investors are going to do well in this market. The consumer confidence is at its lowest point in 10 years, but I'm going to be very honest with you. You should be most elated and excited to invest now. I know the axiom of be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. It sounds good until you actually get into an environment in which there's a lot of fear. But I will tell you, this does get easy. Please write this down. Two tech, two index, no stress. Here's the great thing about an index fund. Imagine if I told you I'm going to put you in two investments and regardless of what the market does, some of the brightest people on earth are going to recalibrate it based on that environment. And you didn't have to do anything or pay anything more for it. It like automatically adjusted for you with algorithms and technology. You're like, man, that's amazing. But because they don't have a sexier name, some people tend to run away from them. But when you have, and now some of you are going to see the growth stocks that were in some indexes or ETFs are now going to get knocked off and they're going to get replaced with the companies that are more sustainable. Elon Musk says that we're going to be in a recession for a year to 18 months. And I've told you this since October of last year. This is absolutely true. And we are going to hit a recession. Please put in chat the best time to invest into the market for the long term. It's during a recession. It was not when stocks were at their all-time highs and you're buying $1 off of the high. Now is the best time. Hold for a 10-year period, minimum. Ideally, I want you to hold for 30. And later tonight, I know some of you are like, hey, I need cash flow now. But when you try to trade first, opposed to investing, when the trading doesn't go well, you don't have a backup plan or anything to fall upon to provide you security. For some of you that started in 2020, you had an absolutely amazing time and got into the great time. And even though this market is sliding now, you're still riding off the gains of 2020, let alone for those of us that began investing in 2008 or nine, or some of you that began investing in 2014. So I have to start tonight by saying, Please focus on the long term first, because the job of our money is to have our capital work for us and us not to work for it. Let me record my brother slamming the door hard. <laughs> you want to <laughs> tell him your gaming channel real quick? Um, so remember when everyone was like, Warren Buffett has lost it and he no longer has his edge in the market. Well, it looks like his portfolio is doing pretty damn well. Um, so let's walk through the companies that he currently owns the biggest shares of for his portfolio. Number one, Apple. My baby, we've talked about this one ad nauseum. Great. Apple is absolutely amazing. Let's go to Bank of America. Pretty solid company, but definitely during times of a recession, and especially if the interest rate environment is a little bit higher, the top two or three banks are really good investments to make. And I'll tell you about a special bank that he's invested in that you guys are pretty familiar with that you've heard us talk about a lot as well. Our number three in this portfolio is American Express. So it's at 159 and some change right now in 2020. It got down to 67 bucks. And the reason why American Express hasn't dropped a lot is because of the type of customer base that they have. Do I like them long term? Yes. Do I still like Visa? Yes. Um, but if I had to pick during a recession-like environment, 
kind of weird now. I would definitely lean on American Express. Next. Coca-Cola. You would be surprised. And I know some people are going to be like, it's not healthy. He's selling diabetes. Dr. Sebi wouldn't agree. I know. I know. I know. We haven't found a way <laughs> yet to get CBOS publicly traded, right? But if we look at the overall value of Coca-Cola this year, it hasn't really fallen that much. The high was 67 is currently at $62.86. Barely has had any drawdown. Sometimes the stocks that are safest are usually the most boring. But put in chat, we are here for safety and consistent gains over sensationalism, right? Let's go to Moody's, one that I gave you guys a few years ago. Moody's has fallen down some. I do like Moody's if it gets to 200 bucks or like 201. That is the area I would be pretty, pretty confident in for sure. And if, for those of you that are using technicals, if you use a 200-day moving average, that'll give you a good price to be able to get in as well. Let's get USB. US Bank Corp. So it went from 63 down to 50. We're at 50.75 right now. Not the biggest drop, not the biggest gainers, but it, it does give you a little bit of safety. So when you're in a recession, you want stocks that are not going to bleed down a lot. So if you look at VO. VOO went from 411 to 364. Not that bad. Like if you look in comparison to let's pick on Peloton. I love you guys. Peloton went from 171 down to currently at $13.62. We never want to see a chart look like this. That's in our portfolio, right? Back to Buffett's portfolio. Verizon. It's been falling down. This one I don't like. So my rule, if it has not made a high within the last year, I don't want to touch it. Verizon last high was 2019. No, I don't like that one. Now, if he's been in it for years, I totally understand why he's holding it. But I personally would not touch that one and or add it. Uh, Boyd Gaming, not bad. 72 bucks. It's at 54.75 right now. Let's look at CVX. Chevron. Chevron is doing incredibly well. And I, I want you guys to go do the research tonight. Especially for those of you in Red Panda. How much does energy stocks on average tend to go up when we have a recession? The energy sector has done incredibly well. And I would look for oil-based company. I wouldn't... First, then I would go natural gas. I would lean very heavy on oil. Um, these companies have done incredibly well. But if you look, Chevron at the start of the year was at 116. is now at 171. It is moving up like tech stocks did last year and i said before last week before the technology sector took over energy was the tech industry for a long period of time so i'm not surprised and also anytime that the energy market has doubled in one year it usually leads to a recession so please be mindful of that and of course our beloved ally um the high was at 5661 it's at 4039 like Troy said, the last couple of weeks, they've been advertising like crazy, treat their customer base very well. And the very interesting part is they have not drawn down a lot. There's a lot of upside here in Ally. Um, and I'm not just saying that because they're sponsored the show. I love, I only endorse things that I actually love, have used and, and that are dear to my heart. So Apple Bank of America, um, American Express, Coca-Cola, Moody's. Uh, Boyd Gaming, Chevron, and Ally are a couple 
stocks out of Warren's portfolio that I love? Which of these would you personally add to your portfolio? And for those of you that have been following the plan with futures and who intended InvestFest, please get your tickets because trust me, the segment that we have lined up when I hop on stage, the entire weekend is going to be great. Um, you guys are going to be, I wish I can say the lineup. I do. I <laughs> Troy Rashad, I'm not. Mike, I'm not. Jamal, I'm not. Bam, I'm not, but I want to. Um, blockbuster, for sure. Um, but for those of you who remember the targets from last year at InvestFest, which have worked incredibly well, especially to the downside, right? I'm proud of you guys. So if you would have traded 15 contracts recently, and let's say you got 800 ticks or 800 points on the Dow or NASDAQ, that would have been $60,000 in one trade. And for those of you that were able to hit Dow and NASDAQ, 120 growths, is it not worth it to be able, or is it not worth it to take the time to practice for six months eight months to now be able to hit that kind of target in this market when everyone else is panicking and this generation this era for whatever reason people do not want to take the slow path to greatness you cannot rush greatness no matter how much you try and speed it up the process is the process but for those of you who have actually went through your 300 trades and you were incredibly disciplined and you follow direction i'm proud of you if you have not been disciplined, this is the time now that you can say, I'm never going to be in this situation again. For me in 2008, when I missed out on all of that money, because I too wanted one big win. And there is no such thing as one big win. But I wanted it. And when I missed my opportunity, I said, man, never again in life will these moves, recessions, breakdowns happen. And I don't know what to do. Some of you want exceptional, world-changing results and gains from having mediocre or subpar skill sets. And life doesn't work that way. Trust me, I tried to find every shortcut, every hack, every tool, system, anything to give me an edge so I can just one home run. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. The more you practice properly, the more profit you'll end up having. Please put that in chat. The more practice you have properly, the more profit you'll end up having. Let's look, take a look at a couple things in a second, but I do want to say this. Um, in a previous video that I sent to Stock Club, um, I asked at the end of the first year of Market Mondays, like, hey, what could I have done better to make you guys or induce you guys to actually invest? And a couple of you gave some great suggestions. You know, why not have people share their portfolio every week and um contests and quizzes and all of that but the truth is there's nothing i can do to make you invest i truly believe this is the greatest investing show ever created i don't know any other that has been able to guide you through stocks what to avoid tell you about ufos <laughs> and pterodactyls right and tell you the prices to get in and they actually hit and work right but if you don't feel that you're worthy and that's why at every event i always start with i deserve to be happy i deserve to be wealthy i deserve to be rich i deserve to be free you have to believe that first before any actions are taken i was sharing this with um 
Christy earlier, and I was like, hey, I know sometimes when we get into a zone, we often like want to chase that high of, of that achievement. But most success should feel boring if you do it consistently enough. And the thing that causes a lot of anxiety for entrepreneurs and investors alike is that you don't have a plan. When I met with some of you in L.A., I, I told you guys, I'm like, you guys can at this point write Market Mondays for me especially the long-term investing thesis of two tech two index right but the anxiety comes from not having a plan not sticking to it and the reason why most people don't is because they truly don't believe that they're worthy how many of you actually believe that you are worthy of 5 10 15 million dollars per month 100 million dollars in a year 2.9 billion in your lifetime 15.8 32.6 billion for your family for the next two or three generations. T. Harv Ecker has an interesting quote. Your inner, your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. And that's so true. And the more work we do on the inside is what allows us to have the consistency, the preparation, and then the execution on the outside to make these dreams come true. So I'm begging you, make a plan and stick to it because you're worthy of it. And some of you have all the information you've ever needed in the market, but the only thing that is stopping you from getting you to where you want to be is healing some of the childhood or early teenage traumas of you being told that you're not worthy. And now we're going to see a whole bunch of layoffs. So like Klarna is laying off 10% of his workforce Netflix laid off 150 employees, and let's say they they on average made like 110,000 a year. That's 16.5 million dollars to saving. You cannot save your way out of devastation. So whenever companies go to cost cutting measures to try and save a company, it's usually a sign of overspending. That but that 16.5 million, even on an annual basis, won't give them the edge they need when they have a pricing and a debt problem. Earlier today, somebody asked me, hey, Trap said Apple can go to 111. What do you think? And I'm like, I got 110.38 <laughs> mapped off as a worst case scenario. So I know it feels like during a recession, you may have to keep averaging down. But didn't everyone want better prices? So if you're consistently focused, and I know everyone ideally wants to buy a company. Let's take Apple at 72 bucks. That is your average cost you buy in one time and from there it goes to 700 and you look like a genius and you put in 200,000 and you never have to touch anything again. It doesn't look like that in real life. If you bought a quality company, if it continues to dip with great leadership, great fundamentals, a great moat, and they have indestructible forces around it that are stronger than a moat, you shouldn't care if the stock drops 25, 30, 45%. That only gives you trouble if you feel that the business that you bought into was not that good. And let's look at the bond market real quick because this is really interesting. If we look here, the bond market is barely above, barely above. It's 50%. Mark, so from five years, 10 years, the bond market since 2020 has come down and has been cut in half. 
when we begin to see an uptick in the bond market, and hold on, let's even look at 10 years. So if we, if we look at 10 years, we're really at 2013, 2014, and 2018 levels. That's how you know that the market that we were in was not a real market. It was overinflated once again. It was like Major League Baseball when steroids is going on. And this is what I always tell you. Any market that is going up really fast is going to have a fall that is incredibly sharp and volatile to the downside. So when you go through Money Master the Game, shout out to Jerry, and they're like, hey, it was a precipitous decline in the market. This is what they're talking about. But what will give you an edge to know if this can happen is, store, is studying these charts historically. So the further out that you go, that will actually give you your edge in the market to know if this could happen again. But please stop buying at a high. So if a market is up here, let's say at 191 and the all-time high is one. Well, the, the high is 191.22 and it's at 191. You do not want to buy in this area. Leave it alone. Wait for it to pull back some. And literally, if you would have waited to that 50% mark, you would have had a little bit of a drawdown and then you would have saw the market start to go back up in your favor as a result. Please be patient. Write in chat. I will be patient for every investment that I make, even if I love it dearly. And the biggest lesson from this weekend um, that I wanted to share, once again, I want to share with parents exclusively. With your kids, take five minutes every Friday to talk to them about investing. You do not have to read them a filing report. You do not need to watch CNBC with them for 25 minutes. Five minutes. Apple, computer company, McDonald's, food company, Target store, Amazon store. That's how I taught Xander. When I, too, tried to be a super professor to Xander, he would look at me like, what are you talking about? And the simpler we make it, the better. And the second biggest lesson um, I want to share, like for those of you who are young in your early 20s, 20 to 29, right? You have an edge that, that even those of my generation do not have. You have more data, more information, incredibly fearless, and you grew up on technology. So kudos to the brother. I have him on the show one day um, here very soon, I hope. But I had a chance to meet a brother who came to the event and he was like, off your advice, I went from having, I'll let him tell a story, but he started with less than $20,000 in 2020 and eventually became a millionaire in two years off of the advice that he got just from watching Market Mondays. Like, that's amazing. That like That's why I tell you, sometimes the thing that stops us from getting to our goal, the only thing that block, that is blocking us is us. And to hear what he invested in um, even caught some of the, you know, the prices of Doge and wrote that up and then wrote it into his business and took that advice. Like nothing is going to stop you, but you, you truly deserve this. I've talked about a bunch of stocks and I'm going to review probably 50 before we wrap up, but I want to show you a couple things that I look at that I've never talked about before that gives me a gauge on where we are in the market. So if you look here, this chart represents the unemployment rate for the county of San Francisco. So you can see, let me scoot this over for you. So you can see the low was here in 2019. And then 2020, 
COVID happened, there was a change. Back to the EMA, right? So once I saw we were back underneath the, the EMA, things were going to stabilize. So the cities that I normally look at to get a gauge, LA, write these down, San Francisco, Houston, New York, the Mecca, right? <laughs> and Miami. So if all those have pretty good employment rates, I then begin to say, okay, great. The market is going to stabilize. When we get to these top levels, same thing with report, support and resistance. And let me go back a little bit further. So if I go here and I'll just do a quick channel, top to bottom. Whenever it breaks out of these zones, so I did here in 2020, so it broke these highs, I knew a change was going to come. And if you look city by city, you can begin to see that when these highs are here, there's going to be a change. And just like when, it, when we get to a low, at some point, employment is going to go to the other side. So that's another way you can look at the market and see, hey, overall, if the employment is too low, at some point, there's going to be a wrench thrown into the system that throws it off. And that may give me an opportunity in the market to be able to see when there is a good time to buy. And what's one of the biggest industries in San Fran and San Francisco County. Please put it in chat. This one here is consumer price index for all urban consumers. So in all items in the United States, this is the average. So the average right now is at a high, all time high, 289.11. So if I go, let's go max available and I look month by month. The CPI has increased. And if you go back and look historically, you can go back to 1913 and 1915. So when I say study a market, know the highs and lows of every market to know if so if CPI continues to go up, what effect does that have on a market quiz time? Please put that in chat. This one here is the real gross domestic product. So another quiz question, what is the gross domestic product? represent so right now you can see in 2020 of course i fell down and now we're back close to a high that we were sliding down a little bit but if we go let's go out 20 years and if you study that you can see 2008 we had a dip so even on these lines for me any of these dips if i wanted to use this indicator alone i will buy on these when they were red top five companies sometimes we make it so complicated on how to invest it's like no just invest consistently so even if we'd have invested here 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 these two here 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 our average entry would have been like sub eighteen thousand. we would have been okay the biggest mistake that we make is not investing and looking at too many damn indicators to decide when to get into the market. And as we get close to wrapping up, I know some of you may have not liking my takes on uh, crypto, but the takes are correct. <laughs> I can't wait till Satoshi comes out of hiding and he tells you guys the truth. Uh, Tether will be next. And I, I understand that just because, uh, but, but look, stop moving the goalposts on me. I'll say that because last year it was no, the banks don't have majority control of the price or controlling interest or they're not heavily invested because the banks are the competitors. Now it's like, well, we're talking about the blockchain technology. Listen, I won't say anything. 
I'm going to just let everybody in Red Panda run it up. That's what I'm going to do. But I will say, for those of you that are anti-crypto, and I'm not saying this to play to the crypto audience, once again, for all my financial content creators, one of the biggest mistakes you can make is to attack an asset class because the people feel that you're attacking them. Once again, I was in crypto early. Got caught up in Mount Gox. It was in 2013, kudos to Matt Slit, who told me about it, who was an employee at Facebook. I was in before most people of my hue or my hubris even knew about Bitcoin, right? Um, and I still think once everything clears, Ripple is going to be great. Um, so I'll say that. But one of the biggest mistakes a person can make is shorting crypto. I know the market is falling apart. But if you short a stock, let's say, and you get a great trade and you maximize the trade and squeeze all the juice out of the orange, what's the highest percentage return without margin you can earn if you short crypto? And then turn around and tell me what the five year or 10 year gain is of Bitcoin or Ethereum. Now, you have to be mindful for the Terra Lunas and 2016 Litecoins, right? Because there's a lot of change in that top five guard. And please be mindful. I said it before. Once you begin to peg something to the dollar and you're trying to position that as a safe asset, you're now competing against the mutual fund industry, the Federal Reserve, and most banks that provide safety. So now, now annuity companies, life insurance, you have a ton of competitors, right? Also, when we talked about before, when to know if a product or company is good to invest in, go look at some of the early episodes. And if you haven't watched every episode of Market Mondays, I'm being real with you, you don't want to be rich. If you don't have the time, so be it. But it, man, you're, you if I made you money, put yes in chat. It is going to substantially affect how much money you make in this market if you have not done it. The biggest thing I've said, especially with a new company with less than 20 years of data, is the character of the founder. First and foremost, because that sets the tone for how the company will operate. And did you know the brother who was behind Terra Luna had an earlier failed stable coin project or experiment, let's say, that his Terra colleagues are now telling about. So while the idea is innovative, it is, there is some value in it. The character of the founder is going to impact how the company does move. Please. Be mindful before you go putting your life savings into these projects of people that you cannot talk to, know, feel, touch, smell, shake their hand, interact with, talk to at InvestFest uh, <laughs> that you'll never meet in real life. Please be careful. Please be careful because this is not going to be the only big collapse. And for those of you who are like, hey, BlackRock or Citadel could have had involvement true there's other people in the crypto space who just fucking hated Terra Luna as well so the tax attacks could have come from multiple places this is why I tell you when Apple and Google has a partnership 
It is not necessary, but it's better to have them as an ally opposed to competitor. And Bitcoin not being classified as a currency or equity does help in its fight. But who lobbied for that? You got to learn the game side of the game. Um, but I'll let Satoshi and Putin and Samsung and Toshiba and everybody else reveal the truth at a later date. Um, I no longer choose to be in that business. But for those of you that are bashing crypto, I will say this. Don't short it or you're going to get your face kicked in. Let's review these stocks. So let's look at RETL, uh, retail bull three times ETF. No, I wouldn't touch it. I would not touch this until it got to about, man, honestly, maybe $3.90. That is a no-go. And thank you to everyone who asked questions who wanted to know about these. Um, uranium royalty, I do not love at this time. PLL. With a gap down like this, so a gap is when a price is here and it skips a bunch. This gap is going to be filled probably at like 90 bucks, but I don't like when stocks do this. Uh, Piedmont Lithium. Don't like it, don't like it, don't like it. Usually when a company gaps like this, it takes forever to go back up in its favor. 2020 helped a lot, helped give a push. Um, man, I will vote no for this. Global um, blockchain ETF. No, I would not touch right now. SOXL. I would not touch right now. Triple Qs. I would not touch right now until about 239 flat. Stock club members, I'll give you the real price tonight. But no, I wouldn't touch until it falls a little bit further. Historically, during a recession, how much does NASDAQ tend to fall? You should know that by now. It's like a BSX. By, uh, Boston Scientific, I do like. Um, at 30 bucks, that's the area I will look to get it. Look at it. RSVR. Reservoir Medium. Nope, I would not touch it right now. JSTC. No, I wouldn't touch right now. Maybe if this ETF got to about maybe nine bucks, I would get it. But no, uh, even though the cause is a social justice ETF, even though the cause is good, it doesn't mean that it's a good time to buy it. Carver Bank. I like it five bucks. I, I like it five bucks. Uh, Six dollars flat. I would I would touch it. But anything higher than that, I would not invest in JKHY. Um, still solid. I will wait to stock club members. I give you the price, but I'll wait to like one fifty four for JKHY, which is a stock club pick. SoFi. Um, what makes you guys love SoFi so much? Because I get this one a lot. The answer is no. Maybe at please put this in chat. There's only seven to eight great companies internationally that you should be invested in. And here's how you know. Would you put your life and your entire family's lives on the line to invest in some of these other companies? The answer is no, I wouldn't do it. Um, 
428 to 482. If you if I had to give you a buy-in price, I, probably 555 is where I would wait to. When it got to 1315, if it stayed above that for two or three months, I would hold on to it. But the first time it got to 1315, I would have my finger on the sell trigger to get rid of it. CRB. No. We want our stocks to look like we want our what we want our bank account to look like. We want it to go up and to the right. No. NTLA. Intelli Therapeutics. Not bad, but anytime I see a stock go on a decline like this, it makes me afraid. So unless they have a management change or have a life-changing technology that comes in their possession, no, I would not touch it. CRISPR, I said it before, great technology stock is overrated for the time being. Let's look at edit. Do you guys realize, like, unless, think of it like this. Is it easier for me, let's say I average 25 points, eight assists, nine rebounds. I'm really padding my stats, right? <laughs> and four steals, right? Would it be easier for me, Nick Saban, you did some sucker shit too. With Dion, shout out Dion. Would it be easier for me to go to the NBA if I had those st stats at Duke or at Morehouse? Same stats, but on ESPN, the spiel would be, well, he did that at a less competitive conference. So yes, great stat line, but could he do that against tier one talent, right? Same thing with stocks. Until BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street get behind some of these these companies. And I've said it before, if Vanguard and BlackRock both, and I want to be real clear, Mike clipped this up in my beautiful hand right right in. I want Vanguard and BlackRock to own both. To, to own the stock that I'm looking at. So imagine if I, I average 25, 10 and 10 at Duke, and then I transfer to UNC and I average 29, 11 and 11. Am I going to be a top two or three draft pick? The answer, absolutely yes. That's how I look at the market. So I like this company, right? I think the, the premise of the company could be good, but they haven't done anything yet and it's reflective in the stock. And then I'll always go and see, okay, great. Are the big institutions owning them? Then I'll go to Buffett, uh, Michael Burry, which he's been right about a hell of a lot about this upcoming crash and the crash that we're in. I'll go look and see what those players say. What does Carl Icahn say? What does Buffett say? It makes me really happy to see that I was early to the Apple position before Buffett was, and then he added to. That's a zone of safety. Please put in chat, who buys the stocks gives you safety. So you can have a great pick, but if the right people are not behind them, it won't go in your favor. Ulta, I like. Uh, I like in the 250 area. IIPR, we've talked about before. It's come down a bit. I like IIPR like at 89 bucks. Stock club members, if you want the price, I can give it to you on a call tonight or post tomorrow. CGW, I still like for sure. Let's look at GM. GM, I don't love. Um, of course, cheaper than Tesla. I'll look at Tesla real quick. If I had to pick between one or the two, I would definitely lean on Tesla. GM will be second. There aren't a lot of car companies just in general that I love outright. EVGO. No, I would not touch right now. HRT. 
excuse me, H-O-T. Hilton Worldwide. Not bad, don't love it. Let's look at BN, BN comparison. And when I'm telling you guys to um, look at every Class A shares of Airbnb, I like Hilton better than Airbnb, however. I will say that. But once again, be agnostic about the stock that you're invested in. I think Airbnb is a better idea and premise than Hilton for sure. But the execution is something else. Uber, if you look, same thing. Some trouble there. Um, Uber has a very good chance of sliding down to like 16 bucks and 65 cents. Please be careful if you are looking to make a new investment into it. ExxonMobil, I've said it before, energy takes off during a recession. You guys can see why I was pre-med, right? Because of this handwriting. Goes up during a recession. And if we zoom out and let's go back 20 years, 2008, you can see 2008, the price was 117. And my God, we're getting pretty damn close. And this is a way to tell if we are in a true recession environment. The more that oil goes up is more reflective of if we are in a recession or not. And we're not that far off. Going back to crude, if we look at the crude future, when crude went, this price actually went negative um, for that contract month. When it went negative, look how much it's went up. Crude looks like arc pre Disaster, right? I mean, we went from six dollars and fifty cents instead of hundred and ten, right now, two thousand and eight. Let me just show you. So that when I was at a movie, I forgot what movie I was watching. This is like in twenty sixteen, and then I went back and I started looking further out at assets. That's when I got my edge. So for those of you who lived in two thousand eight, and I remember I was in Atlanta, driving from Midtown going to Alpharetta or in Norcross. And gas was on fire, right? And I was working, doing stuff in um, the market in the mortgage industry. And I remember how expensive it was. That was my, that's when I got my full understanding of how the supply chain of products works to Wall Street. And they were shipping off subprime loans. And I'm like, where are the loans going to? And they're like, Wall Street. I'm like, for what? I had no clue. He was like, we sell them to them. I'm like, for what? They're like, for profit. That's subprime housing market loan market is starting to pop again uh shout out to chris uh that subprime borrower for cars that market is starting to pop please be careful the same moves happen over and over and over again and if you're mindful and careful you can take advantage of these go look at every time we had a recession what was the price of oil? Um, this ticker is JBL. Um, I have to do more research on this one, but I do like the momentum of it. It hasn't drawn down a hell of a lot. So whoever found this one and sent it to me, thank you so much. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway B shares. Yes. Um, I like TGIF. Let's go here real quick. No, I don't like this. Whenever in doubt, and I know I probably shouldn't share this. Whenever in doubt, go look at... Um, the maximum chart and that'll tell you everything that you need to know if the company is good or not and what if it doesn't have 20 years worth of data you need to go look at what the revenue was before there's ways you can get the reports you may have to pay for it but go look costco i still like may have to wait to 250 stock club i'll give, I'll give you guys the real price um look at abbv solid 
Mosaic, not bad. Deer, not bad. Let's look at BP. So when I'm saying do your research, let's even look at Biopath Holding. No, look at this decline. 117.8. Doesn't mean that it's a bad company, but the stock I cannot touch. Let's look at BHP. So when you guys are like, hey, what are you reviewing? This is literally my process. I'm like, let me go and look historically to see. So BHP, 2011, the high was 102.55. Then it dropped down. And if we look here, we just go from top to bottom. We can see here that it has not performed incredibly well. Has not had a new high since 2011. I don't want to touch that. So the shell, too new. Square. Everyone's been asking me about Square. Give me the next week and I'll give you guys a price um, for Square. But if you look and see what they are working on. Now, now normally I would say, hey, now, if you, if you want to put something on my jacket and say, hey, Ian messed up, Square could be one. Square could be one. Now, I did say we were going to fall. Um, but I do think because of the relationship that Jack has with Elon, that's the wild card. And what they're working on, that's going to give them their advantage. And also some of the partnerships and stuff that they have lined up. That's the only reason I still have faith in them. I am not a, I'm not in love or married to any particular stock. And I've always told you guys, like, I hope one day uh, Tim Cook comes in here and says he's going to retire or goes to Microsoft or Google. And I can say, hey, it's over for Apple. AMD. Uh, DBA is an architectural ETF. Nope. And then WEAT. Wheat. Uh, it's a wheat commodity. It's been going up recently, of course, but let's go five year. Great. It's too high right now, but if you go historically and look long term, how's it performed? 25 bucks. It is above this EMA for the snipers. Even off this long term, you could have fired here at the EMA. The candles that are white are up candles. You could have fired there, or if you went and looked at the weekly, you would have missed your move, but you would have had a signal here to fire back here in 2020 even if we go look at the the forex market shout out to jess let's go look at the euro real quick euro is sliding down swiss frank is sliding down let's look at australian dollar not bad let's go in five year month mexican peso just barely above the cma so we don't have room to fire Yet, everything is about being patient. Let's look at the VIX. Uh, VIX is at 28.48. And let's go look at VXX. It's at 24.06. I am encouraging every single one of you to really just be patient and focus on your craft. Um, uh, Doge has, has fall, fallen apart. Shiba New Holdings of Ethereum Wales declined almost 50%. And uh, I said it before, but as soon as BlackRock invested into Circle, which is a USDC insurer, uh, excuse me, issuer, um, Tether and Luna became a competitor. The secret, and you've seen us do it. You've seen Trap do it. You've seen EYO do it. They didn't say, hey, I'm going to go 
make a media company and then now I'm going to compete against Charlemagne and 85 South and Button and <laughs> competition is a fool's game. Can I be honest with you about competition? If you feel as if you have competition, you are either not good enough at your craft to be perceived or actually be number one, or you want to go out of business faster. Apple and Google collaborators. When Steve came back and I've told the story before, Bill Gates financed and owned 15% of Apple and had to allow the I'm a Mac versus PC campaign to actually run. I've told some of you, some of my plans and some things I want to get involved in and interested in, right? But competition, that's why I tell a lot of you, for those of you that come to the events and like, hey, I want to build. I'm like, the number one thing you need with me to build and to build with us is trust. And a lot of you, I'm going to be very honest when you're like, hey, man, introduce me to Troy Rashad. I want to do this. I'm like, are you trustworthy first? When I first met Jamal, when I came to Troy's house, Troy, thank you. Danielle, thank you. Um, have me in a, in your house when we do episode 70. Jamal's energy, I can tell he loved trading. The number, I had a suit on, right? The only person at the time I had a suit on on EYL. And the number one thing Rashad asked me at the end, you do this full time or no? That cuts on bullshit. Because <laughs> a lot of people want to posture and people want to compete, right? Um, because they are not great at their craft, but competition is a fool's game. The real end game for any industry that you're a part of as you want to own a majority share of it. So that's why even with the decentralization part, you, everyone can say I'm wrong. I'm fine with that. I have enough humility to say, hey, I don't know everything about crypto. That is a superpower. But for those of you that know business, the cartel model, which has existed since inception, which was truly created by the Vatican. So the reason that most priests are not able to have wives inside of the Vatican is so you can pass the real estate on to the Vatican and it is an asset under management of that entity. So when I was telling you, hey, don't run off and sell grandma my house when she passed. I was tough, you may need the money. Fortunately, the only show on earth I've ever seen give money to the people is this show. If you're in a bind, we'll help you. To my brother uh, from EC that need help, I got you tonight. Um, but your ultimate goal with you and your friends and your associates should be to dominate one industry fully. And guess what? They get blacks and Latins to compete and argue and fight and fuss. So we have less. So they then can turn around and take the lion's share of royalties and perpetuity and equity away from us whether it was kings of comedy back in the day or this tupac and biggie i love what uh kudos to the queen miss Valetta wallace what she's doing with biggie in the metaverse that that project looks like one of the best i've ever seen why is this project not valued at 15 fucking billion dollars look at all the money that's being made off tupac and biggie vlad and art from art of dialogue kudos to you brother bomb first and reggie and it like they're still making money off the story of what happened to tupac and how he got killed people t still are telling stories about what happened to biggie fighting is a liability for 
our community and our culture. It doesn't make you cool. It doesn't make you tougher. Look at all. And I told you guys before, a lot of the infighting that we see that is caused or influenced by labels is done so they can get those master recordings in their possession as an asset class. Go Google right now how much catalogs are being sold for. But the ultimate goal on the business side is to own an industry. That's what I love with Circle of CEOs doing. Kudos to him, 500. And what they built, EYL has built, what we have Red Panda have built, what Trap has built. That's why even, um, shout out to Chris and Terry, like everyone in the spaces that actually can invest. I was telling my brother this yesterday because he's building it like his fitness empire. And he's like, well, I'll get looks and people will talk crazy to me that are not in shape. And I'm like, your biggest non-congratulators, I won't say haters, non-congratulators are going to come from people that are not achieving. The ones that can actually get in shape, play ball. If you're in science, if you're a great doctor, if you're a great parent, your conflict and criticism is always going to come from those who are not doing to get you off track. Uh, TikTok has been conducting tests to let users play video games on this app in Vietnam. If that ever gets to the States, they can have a considerable impact on social media here for sure. And FTX announced it will open this access to stock trading services to a limited number of people. J-Mac, time to make some moves. Put in that plan we talked about. Um, but I want to say this in ending. I love you. And I want you to win. Dave called me. Frederick called me. It's time for me to make this Euro step. <laughs> um, and I know some of you are like, oh, you gonna leave? I'm never going to leave, but l let me go. Since I'm averaging 45, 22, and 22, let me go to the NBA. And those of you that have been loyal to me and Red Panda and the earners that have been loyal, you'll come with. I'll always be here. I hate it that men had a blueprint to win and then didn't share. And I, I understand now why some don't, but I think it's better to give to the community and make things better for us and keep everything inside. Lastly, invest for the long term. Kudos to the brother. I won't say your name, but he was like, man, at the event this weekend, he was like, at first you said 30% of all your money should go into investing. Now you're saying it's 50. And I said, but in five years, in four years, in seven years, when we were at these lows, people are going to be like, damn, I should have invested more. To all my investors, if you've been here since 2014 or 2008, or for those who've been investing since 2000, do you not wish even through the 99, 2000, 2001 bubble that was created that you wish that you invested more? And if so, how much more money would you have had? I love you guys dearly. Thank you for being loyal to us and the show. Please put yes in chat if I made you money. And I said it Saturday, and I'll say it here. The only thing that is separating you from being in the proverbial position that I am in is your willingness to work for a thousand days straight. Um, and I'll say that, I promise I'm a wrap up. But the thing about the 10,000 hours, one of my original mentors uh, really coined that phrase back in the early 1990s. My marketers know who that is, right? Kudos to Bond and rest in peace to his dad. But for every new level that you get to, you have to 
put in another set of 10,000 hours. And I said to myself, after some stuff had happened this year, in order for to get the best out of you, I have to give you the best me and I have to be more peaceful, more zen. So then when I went to Mexico, I had time to breathe and adjust. And my mom was like, hey, pull back some. My dad was like, pull back some, get more rest. My baby told me, Xander, talk less, just execute. You were here prior. <laughs> You're already doing this, right? Focus on what matters. And if you do that, Five years from now, when we run into you in Bora Bora or Morocco or Egypt or wherever we're going to be, and please put in chat, what should I do for my birthday? Because I want to do a big celebration for us, maybe at an island like this. But in five years, some of you are going to look up and you're going to be up 20, 30, 40 million dollars. That's why I lean on certain people like Jerry and Mike and Chris and Pierre and Don and Clint, right? And Bryn. Kayla and Marcus, you deserve this. And for the first time in history, we have access to the same information that some of the top people in the world have had hidden for the last 300 years. Who are we to not take full advantage of it and go all in? And for those of you who say that you don't know how to invest or you don't know this as well as I do, use me. Ask questions on this show about what to do. But you know already, we make every trend. Tell me the number one car company right now in chat. Number one sneaker brand. Who has the hottest shoes? What's the hottest TV show? You know. What's the hottest cell phone company? What's the hottest song in the streets? Who Who's the hottest artist right now in the streets? Who is the hottest camp right now? What label are they signed to? That is your pipeline. And if you go look and see if Vanguard and BlackRock are invested in them, you'll know. Same way, Universal and Cash Money and Rap a lot is investing into Drake. <laughs> if I see Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street are buying up Apple like crazy, I know that they're the hottest thing on earth. Right? That's it. You deserve this. So I know that this time may be scary when you look at the market, but if you listen to me, Troy, Rashad, Trap, Bonowin, those that are greater, Bonowin. Stop sleeping on that brother. Josh Brown, Mike Novogratz. I pray for Mike because Mike had a little bit of money in the Luna, right? That's my guy. But if you listen, the blueprint has been given. All you have to do is go execute and go get, go get rich. And you deserve that. I love you guys. Over and out. Amazing presentation. Outstanding. As always, I have to get back to peaceful Zen slides. Oh, yeah. I know my mom's smiling. She goes there smiling. Yes. Right now. <laughs> to the queen. Yeah. I've learned my lesson. Never a game, queen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yoga music before Drake. <laughs> Shout out to Drake. Hey, listen, I was in Mexico. Boy, <laughs> five. Was it, was, it, was it ringing off? That and Bad Bunny had the place going crazy. Ah. Going crazy. I, I mean, I know. And then Beyonce. Dropped hers. She did. I didn't even get a chance to hear her record. You yet. don't break my soul? I ain't hear it yet. Oh, I haven't heard it yet. It's a good record. Dream uh produced it. Shout out to the dream. Yeah. Shout I haven't heard I haven't heard it yet. But um Yeah. So so it's a good club. You know, I like house and ADM anyway. Um, but yeah, if you're in a good party scene, having a good time, you know, with your friends, good soundtrack. The, wow. People can say what they want to about the boy. The boy is smart. He he'll jump to a market before most people will. And dominated sound. Some people like that sound jacking or whatever. But I'm like, man, you got to continue to reinvent yourself.
Yeah, I took if people paid attention to what he did, like Beyonce announced that her album was coming. The next day he put out a whole album of house music. And then two days later, she put out her first single, which was a house record. You so gotta get out of like, his way. I, I, yeah, he, he said, look, if she gonna change music, let me change, try to change it first. They heard it from me and now here it comes. But I mean, Beyonce's Beyonce. Break My yeah, Soul's a great record. I think the Drake, I, I, <laughs> we worked out the other day and he came in, he came into my house and I was playing the Drake. I'm like, yo, this is great workout music. It's just playing, you don't even think about the music. Yeah. He's like, nah, it changes, but we can't work out to this. <laughs> You don't like dubstep Drake? Shout out to Drizzy, you know, but yeah. you know, it's, it's a time and place. The joint with 21 Savage. Oh, nice. I like that. Nice joint. Um, He got a few. Yeah, he got a few. I'll be real, like, if you're not on a vacation. Uh, you can't appreciate it. Yeah, or like, you know, summertime New York rooftop vibes, you know, Hudson Yards or something. Hudson <laughs> Yards, okay. Hey. Okay. Love a ring off. Yeah, you know, I've been making my way around. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's a good vibe for that. Or, you know, you, you got a, a female friend that you love and, you know, you want to vibe with. Yeah, you're staying at the Equinox or yeah, yeah. SLS. Yeah. Charlie, what's that fancy martini drink you had? Oh, uh, lychee? A, a lychee martini? Yeah, that nobody knew about before. It was like you were one of the first. It was, it was him and Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your favorite drink. I'm like, boy, y'all fancy. What is <laughs> They pour like liquid gold in there too. I'm like, damn, this, this some top boss issue drinking right here. Got you. Uh, Only for the bosses, you, Steve, and Hove. That's it. I'm much, yeah. I'm much finer. I'm much finer vodka. Spritzer. Hey. Yes. <laughs> oh. Shout, so, out shout out to Ciroc. Shout out to Ciroc. Um, nah, appreciate the presentation. That's always needed, and uh, you know, I think it, it definitely puts people back in that school vibe yeah. but you can learn and just look this is a dope dope mix up from you know having just regular conversations um you know definitely adds a lot of value for sure yeah for sure for sure yeah it's like one of those things and what like with the slides is like i could pause it people can write their notes yeah. right and then they can press play whereas like when we're talking about it they're trying to write it while they're trying to listen so it's it's always a good like change up for people who are trying yeah. to learn Play it back, and then I'll in this crazy market, I want to be a voice of calmness. Honestly, I think every investor should put themselves in a very zen state. So when I was in uh, Mexico, like I started shooting some of the behind the scenes for the documentary. It's a good lesson too. If you want to get stuff done, a lot of times you got to do it on your own. So I have to grab the gimbal, get out there on my own. And the biggest thing I've noticed too, when you're in a peaceful environment around peaceful people in a peaceful state, you have way better results. So I'm like, okay, great make sure your environment is set up for success because all the noise that you hear on the news and from wall street that is designed to get clicks and viewership not to give you the best performing portfolio so i want to be the voice of reason and then so i know some of you have like y'all want the jacket and the pineapple juice with the smoothie king not gonna happen everything. They want it all. not gonna happen they want it all. one episode they want everything they want everything nope. i feel Enjoy like um, life's more okay. peaceful life's more peaceful um when when you're at peace. And, Absolutely. Uh, definitely. So, you know, you got to have peace and all. I saw Wallow put a post up today. Shout out to Wallow. So you like that post too. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, married men live longer. A study, a study showed that married men live longer. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, the, and the earlier they get married, the longer they live. Apparently. So yeah, my dad's, been, my, dad's my dad's been telling me for a while. I need, I need to, I need to find a wife. So. Snow, no, don't start this. Please don't start this. No, 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 no. The, the cowards gonna go crazy. No, 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 no. The campaign? 
I don't oh, we got hey. a reality show. I need to yeah, do we got a reality three. show. Hold on. I need earn the girl part. Earn your love. Earn your love. Earn your love. Here it is. The new show of 2022. Life is much better when you have somebody that loves you, provides you peace and, you know, stability and happiness. Pack your bags on the trip and, you know, make sure you're working out and eating healthy. Pack for the trip. That's a fact. I should told us that. It was like 98, him and Cameron. Loving somebody when somebody loves you back. I know it was a remake, but... Yeah. That 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 version stuck with us. With me, for every sure. little bit help. Yeah, I think help, man. Shout yeah. to Cam. <laughs> Cameron, uh, loving somebody. A great urban philosopher. I'm Cam. Yeah. So yeah. So everybody out there, peace. Headed into the to the month of July. Um, it's gonna be a a, a great summer. Mm -hmm. I'm putting mm -hmm. positive energy out there for every single person. You're gonna have a great summer. Uh, a lot of vibes, a lot of memories. Uh, cherish it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get that reality show started. Look, even if we don't get married, we could at least have a good summer. That's my tagline. But we, but but we're trying to make sure you have a good lifetime. <laughs> I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> it's for a lifetime. It's only entertainment. Hey, I said that last week. There was all of my kind. Well, you took much of somebody doing in the balcony. Shout out to my, my uh, brother Derek Falcon. He said sooner than later, but definitely not tomorrow. <laughs> Speaking of which, I may put out a little few little invites for ladies only because you know we had capacity on the yacht, but just a few little ladies who want to, you know, come around and be around some distinguished gentlemen. Very know, important. For a husband. Very important. I'm looking for I'll her. put the link out. You know, fellas, we had capacity. <laughs> oh, no, already. no questions. No as questions. As the link went out. Photo capacity. On my, Michael, on my Michael Jordan. I ain't taking no pictures with no. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Jordan. The camera down. You see, you see the kid, the kids that he's like, put the camera down. Put the camera down. It's like Michael Jordan. They were, they, were, they wasn't even looking for him. That's the crazy part. Like, where's, La, where's Lamelo? You gotta respect people's privacy, man. People are crazy. Like you can put, put something on social and his plates be out. And now you can find out. Uh -uh. Put the camera down. Careful. Mike's Mike been crazy though. He's Yo, consistent. He ill for that. Dude was on a scooter, bro. Yo, Mike, Mike, wow, man. Mike is wow, man. You notice they never had Mike talk a whole lot unless it was like with Amar uh, Rashad or like in oh, that's select a moments for that's that it. reason. Always in the league with Amar Rashad. That's his best friend. Yeah. That's like, yo, I'm not, yo, the only person that can interview me is Shadi. Man, if they get to tell some of the real stories about like what Mike did on the boat and then when it dropped 42. It would be no question about who the greatest of all time is. <laughs> <laughs> Legendary. The new HBO series. Mike Jordan. Winning time, shout Chicago. Out to, shout out to Mike. <laughs> shout out to Mike, man. A legend and an icon. Absolutely. Um, all right. Yeah. We are. Well, before we go. Yes. Yeah, we got to let y'all people know that. Sure. We want to let y'all know about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest. Allies, a leading digital financial company. A financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and are relentlessly focused on doing it right for both customers and our communities. Ally, they're giving away Market Mondays viewers. That's all of y'all, a special offer when you go to ally.com slash UIL so that you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. For everything we need, we're all better off with an ally. Shout out to the folks over at Ally. And Ian, I know we might have said it last week, but I just want to give you another shout out for uh, the studio in LA, man. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh, we, we're going to call you. We might have to... Yeah, Take you up on it. Y'all got carbon. You want the key? <laughs> yeah, that, that was dope, yeah, we man. Might have, Congrats. We might have a big interview that we got to do in LA, so we might have to man, we might actually have to use it sooner than later. Yeah. Sure. Just not tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we wrap, too, um, I got a chance to meet a lot of, uh, of my favorite artists. 
three specific, well, two specifically, one I already knew. And um, I'm, I could potentially be A&Ring my first song. Yeah. Hey. Um, I put, I put some ideas out there. I'm not, I'm not going to be involved in it other than just idea putting, putting it together. I told yeah. all, I told, I told all three people I want, I wanted them to do a song together and they were all okay with it. So now I just have to get a producer. We we got one. I got you on that. That's oh, oh, oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I got the idea for it. So it's not nice. I'll text him right now. <laughs> yeah, nah, it's gonna be official. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you afterwards who it is. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you afterwards who it is, but yeah. Um, so that's gonna be dope. And then another thing is we saw Neo and he said that he alluded that another versus he's gonna be doing verses again. He told us breaking breaking news here. Mm. Um, and he asked who we, we thought would be a good dancing partner for him for versus. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm gonna go with somebody that nobody's probably thinking about. I'm gonna go totally left, but it will be motion picture. Somebody that's not credited enough in the music space, mm -hmm. star power, all that. I wanna see Neo versus Jamie Foxx. You know what I said, Ian? Go ahead. I said he ain't got 20. Jamie, he definitely has 20. Jamie definitely has 20. He don't got 20. That's, that's blasphemy. What, what, He's what, about features and all. He got gold digger. Bro, he got gold digger. Gold that's digger, his yeah. record. He that's got, his record. Oh, look, he got records. He, he got, 20. got 20 of them. Jamie Foxx has 20. Don't discredit him because he, he, people he, look at Jamie like he's an actor. I got his albums, bro. Jamie got have, 20. Features? When you when you add the features? Name like name five features. I just did. He said gold digger. I gold he, digger. He, he could do the gold digger four times. I mean, that, <laughs> that's his biggest one, right? But give me another one. The, the joint with um, the guy saw with the Big Sean joint. No, the, wait, he got another song. Whoa, no, with Twister. Twister. Slow jams. Yes. Slow jams. Slow jams. Legend, legendary. Okay, that's a, that, you got, he, I'm not Yo, saying you don't have songs. You don't got. You don't got twenty. I think he does. I right, tell me a song without a feature then. He, goes, he, like, can, he can go do some of that catalog off the jam. You gonna play unpredictable versus like sexy love? Like, come you on. change me, unpredictable. Blame <laughs> it on the alcohol. Hold on. Blame it on the alcohol. Whoa, wow, yeah, that's wow. It's called wow. That's those are all in the same. Look, the it's crazy called, part is that wow. you're saying songs that all just happen like me with Ti. Shout out Tip. What was the song? Saying? Yep, yep. The Ti song, just like uh, me. Yep. That's not a smash. Yes, it is. That's not a smash. Yes. Yes, it is. Like it. Unpredictable. Um, slow. Um, yes. Good luck. <laughs> no. Good luck. Good luck. No. Good luck. No. Right off ten. No. Ian been searching. He tried. You got ten. Mm. Yeah, you got ten. One night stand, decent. Gold digger. You changed me. She got her own. Mm. The remix with Neo on it. Harder than the original. So that we. The, we other, song, the other song with Ti when he was he like, the, um, he going down. in the sky. But I want to live in the sky. It's not a smash. That's a big, slow. Do you, it doesn't have to but, be. But also, that. too, his verses. Yeah, look, here's the crazy story. Part. His showman. Y'all both, both are searching and y'all haven't given 10. And y'all looking for it. This Neo different. I, so, I, I, told, I love Neo, but it's a different level of star power. Yeah, no, he's a bigger star. star. No, he's exactly. a bigger star. Jamie Foxx gets off. He's a bigger star. He the biggest no, no, he's a bigger star. Listen, if Jamie Foxx does verses, he's the he's biggest, a bigger star. We're not denying any other person. We're not denying. I'm not denying he's the biggest star. I'm talking about 20 records. He has 20. He's not going to be, yo, it's my best acting. Yeah, he's a star. No question. But he don't got 20 of them things. Jamie may, may be the most talented entertainer the last hundred. One of did, did, top did, top three. Did uh did Mario have 20 songs? He did. 
He's, huh? That's why he say no, he it's shot about me. Showmanship. He had it's twenty songs though. Like what you saw, it. the people knew those records. I didn't know those records. It's about it's called called DJ Play a Love song, Twister. That'll go. Unpredictable with Ludacris. We said we said that already three times. I told him, and he was like, "Yo, that's that's a good one." But he, I told him Maxwell for just the like records, and he was like, "That's a good one." But if I put pop music in there, Jamie got a song with Drake. That's gar- that's Drake's worst song. What was that's Drake's worst that? song? That and uh, Ratchet Bur- Happy Birthday. Put it in the chat if you think that that's a good. I'm not even saying that he's gonna win, but I think it's a good matchup. I'm not even when, out, yeah. when I'm you not when, when you yeah. do Star Power. When you do, he can sing vocal acapella. Remember, yeah. Jadakiss did. Jadakiss was performing freestyles. Mm-hmm. Not always about who has the biggest record. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's show right, shit. That's rap yeah. though. And I love it. He doesn't have like an acapella song. But Jamie can sing. What? He's have so you seen talented. his comedy? No, no, no. I'm saying Jamie, his, his. He could do he, him. He's the modern day Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. He's so talented that when he goes on stage, I, honestly, he's gonna perform, bro. He's the greatest performer of our generation. That's he's not the, true. He's the greatest entertainer. That's of our not generation. true. Jamie Foxx. Who was better? He's a Beyonce, better. Beyonce's a way better. Michael Beyonce and Jamie. Okay. How? Oh wait. How is Beyonce? And I love Beyonce. How is she a better entertainer? <laughs> I heard the time. Time. Well, we're not. This is not for debate. Not high. No. This is not for debate. No. Listen. When you talk about entertaining, I'm, I'm listening. Talking, I'm saying this is not for debate. Listen. I'm talking about Sammy Davis Jr. When you talking about comedy, you talking about stage presence, you talking about acting. When you talking about music, nobody. Is, Sammy can is, sing. Sing. Nobody. That's that's inter, that's when I say entertainer, mm-hmm. not just singing and dancing. He's the greatest entertainer of our era. Nobody, nobody can act, uh, sing, um, do comedy, stand up, all of that together packaged as well as him. Nobody, nobody. He's uh, Sammy Davis Jr. I just, it's not for debate for me. Think better. So I guess Ian. Ian, he, he, <laughs> is that not true? I, I think Guy Rusty did. I think Jamie Foxx is better than Sammy Davis Jr. Well, that's well, not the that's question, though. Better. That's even that's even better. But that's not the question. Well, g- greatest overall entertainer. I don't think there's anybody of our generation. He said. I mean, yeah. I grew up when, when Michael Jackson was alive. I'm from East Chicago, Indiana. I grew up five minutes from Gary. So, but Michael never acted. Perfect. Michael never did stand up. So, no, he, Michael did with us. But I don't. I don't even count Michael in our generation because Thriller came out when I was nine years old. I'm talking about stuff that I grew up. I didn't grow up on Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I grew up on In Living Color and Jamie Foxx show. Like so, some of the freestyles he did singing to fans. Right, so in the, then it really is, is he a better entertainer than Beyonce? That's really what the question is. He's not a better singer, but he's a better actor and better comedian. It's not even close. She's not, she doesn't do that. Well, she don't do those. Shout out to the Hive. I'm she's an listening. Actress, she, no, I she is an actor. Stan, so don't come for me. I love you. I hope y'all read in the home. comments. Yo, the, the greatest <laughs> entertainer of our generation. If y'all think that it's going to be a good battle, put some fire emojis in the chat. And if it happens, you know, Swiss, you know, just just come on, yeah. just come on the program. That's it. You know what I mean? I don't even, I don't it's even long overdue, it. too. Just come on the program. Yeah. That's all. There's a couple other people that he said that we're not going to say that haven't done verses yet. How do you think he should go against Troy? He he mentioned uh, The weekend, And I said, that's unfair. I said, Neo, I love you, bro. That's tough. That's, la- that's, that's the last thing I said. Yeah, I, I was saying weekend, And I like Neo music better, but weekend, Some things? Megastar. When it comes to them, them, them records, 20, 20 ain't enough. Weekend B records are most people, 20, you know, 20 ain't enough. records. I'm not even sure. Weekend, weekend has to go against Justin Bieber. The Weekend versus Justin Bieber. I like The Weekend versus Bruno Mars. 
or Bruno Mars. That's that would be now that or would Bruno be some Mars. epic stadium status. Justin Bieber or Bruno Mars. You gotta have somebody on that on that same that just has world it. world music capacity level. You think Drake ever do versus? No. Kanye West would be the only person that I would be interested in seeing Drake first. Not Drake versus Weekend. No, it gotta be a rapper, Jay Z or Kanye. But Jay I like Kanye versus. No, I thought what I saw uh, in Los Angeles last year in December at that Free Larry Hoover concert. I don't, I don't think no, he can, that Kanye matchup is a good one for him. It's not fair. Yeah, I don't think so. And I, Drake's my favorite, so, but it's just not a good matchup. I love him. Favorite joint off Ready to Die. Shout out Method Man to what? That was my ish. Ready to, warning. Warning. Um, warning and uh, unbelievable. Gotcha. Oh, that's unbelievable. My that's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Method Man underrated. Method Man, the only person who kept up with Tupac and Biggie. Yo, oh. Meth, I was just listening to uh, Liquid Swords. No, not Liquid Swords. Um, what's, what's Gene's album? Is it Liquid Swords, the album? Yeah. Yo. Yeah. The, the Secret Technique of Shadow Boxing. I, I remember he had the rhyme of the, the month in the source for that verse. Yo, this dude was really, really nice, yo. Been incredible. I, I think he, he, he still nice got left. Now. I mean, he could rap now, but yeah. he was dead shout nice. Out, shout out to Method Man. You know, he's one of the, it was a sticky time because they actually, when Ghost and Ray, they had beef with they was this big. um big, but he was yeah, he was off he was friends with Big throughout that whole time. He's on yeah. he's, he's friends with Big, so um that was an interesting time. But shout out to Method Man, man, he's That's he's still favorite. he's yeah. still doing legendary things. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Meth. Shout out to Meth. Shout out Jamie Fox. Jamie, yo Jamie, and we met him. We I got money on Jamie. First, first, <laughs> there, you first there you go. There you go. He said, he, I, you got to put a bag on it. I want you to put 20 records in it. T- put 10 and like text me after this. It's not about okay. records. It's, it's about be. impact. When, when he, he gets all that, 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 that race artistry. Not and, we're not talking about stand up comedy. We're talking about just well, he going to do all that. He going he going to make jokes. He going to be doing that's fine. But he, he still got to play music. He, it's going to be the best verses outside of maybe Dipset and the Locks. It's going to be the best verses. Why do you keep doing that? What? Like Beanie Man and Bounty Killer wasn't one of the best verses. You always leave them out. Shout out that sh- changed it for everybody. Yeah. Always sh- yo. Niche, niche audience. But shout out to Jamaica. Yeah. You know, it's niche. It's a niche audience. But shout out to shout out to Beanie and Bounty. You know, Bounty, that's that's the bro. Um, but it's classic. It's, that's a niche audience. I need another Jada performance. He, 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 Jada set he the framework twice. for he went for, twice. People forget right. about the fab. People Bird forget time about the fab. Try- like he he, was, he actually went against Fab and that was bad. I love that. That was bad. And, and he uh, was drunk. So he won twice. And people, and he was drunk. So it was he like, didn't, the second the dipset one, he didn't. He was he was sober. No, nah, he was sober. he was focused. He, he was yeah. Extremely sober. He that, third that, one. He was on Adderall. That's the yeah. energy I brought into the fest last year. I gotta go watch that again. I gotta go watch Mario <laughs> now again. Boy, dominant. He caught three bodies on stage. <laughs> yeah, that was. I, I'm be honest, man. I was surprised. I really was. Mario. I really was. Mario. Um, oh, all right, guys, you tomorrow, don't forget big episode, Kai from FaZe Clan, um, talking about the FaZe Clan empire, check that out, eight o'clock, and then Wednesday, we're going to be talking about how to buy a home, everything you need to know about real estate, how to buy a home, step-by-step investing properties, all that stuff, MG the mortgage guy, eight o'clock on our YouTube channel, shout out to MG, and um, love is love, go to investfest.com, get your tickets, Ian will be flying on stage from a, a saucer, flying saucer. <laughs> I saw Ashton in the airport coming yeah. back. Shout out to the queen. I'm like, hey. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, leaving Mexico. I'm like, hey, pirate. We got some things planned. Hey, I need that pyro though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send y'all the, the running show today. Ooh.
<laughs> oh boy, I want y'all to go watch uh, the backstage tour and how Meth and Red used to come out on stage. And, and then I want you to think about Invest Fest for Ian. <laughs> Shout out to all you know. fans. I'm going to be on my sting. Yeah, sure. If you know, you know. Yo, happy birthday to, to G. His birthday's Friday, man. Happy birthday, July 1st, baby. Happy birthday, happy my birthday. brother. Happy love birthday. is love. And Jay, night night, daddy loves you. All right, guys. Take action. Be safe out there. Invest, read, and uh, eat well. Last and everybody word. needs love. <laughs> what the world needs now. <laughs> Not for a long time. Love. Hey. Sweet love. All right, y'all. That's the only thing that's just too little of. Later. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.